You can hear me for miles and 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 miles. Do you remember the fun and excitement that filled downtown St. Louis every spring when the three-on-three basketball tournament Hoop It Up came to town? Maybe you remember the fun you and your friends had playing pickup games at your local YMCA. Or how about those awesome summer nights balling out in the backyard with the neighborhood kids? Or what about the driveway games for bragging rights of the subdivision? If any of this was your childhood and you have St. Louis's next great standout, or maybe your son or daughter is just starting out and needs help learning the fundamentals of basketball, well, End Zone Sports is the league for you. End Zone Sports, the three-on-three basketball league, offers a fun and exciting eight-week season for boys and girls 4-14 to 14, of all skill levels. Games will be played every Saturday starting January 8th. Sign up individually or as a team and receive a discount. Games will be played at 5508 Telegraph Road, right across the street from Snooks. Sign up now at endzonesports.com slash gateway. You can also reach out to them by texting Mike Thompson, 314-320-7591. Endzone Sports, where every child plays. If you need help paying for youth sports registration fees, you are in luck because Endzone Sports is a proud partner of everykidsports.org. So go to everykidsports.org and get help signing your child up today. End Zone Sports, where every child plays. Well, I know uh, as as a small 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 people are cunning. Okay, that's what that's what I do. I I, fall, <laughs> I slide into cunning like like Charlie Day. Like I'm like all of a sudden I become funny to the big man. Uh, that's how I keep him away. Fuck. I didn't think he was gonna knock him out, especially like that. That was devastating. Like he, he was out immediately. All the lights went out. Well, you don't nervous. have to respond to Danny. Come on, you're as bad as sometimes Sal, stand by Steve. <laughs> My bad. He said, call, call the police. This cracker's gonna get killed. Say goodbye. Old ladies, wives, whoever that might be, uh, Steven's mom, whatever. When I get into something, I really get into it. Right. You, yeah, you sound legit, so I don't That's know. That's your I'm comeback? That's your comeback? <laughs> All I'm right. not gonna talk smack on Bowling, man. I'm just not gonna do it. I'm just He's like, look, little man, you're not even as funny as I am. Fuck out of here. And you don't fucking know how tall 36. you are. 36 years old, you know how fucking tall you are. I'm kind of like five foot seven and a half. So no, you're kind of like five foot three. We met. So uh, your car might not get broke into, but you might die. Hey, yo, yo, yo. All right, what's up? What is up? Welcome to the right lane. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening in with us today. Uh, Danny. What's up, baby? How you doing? Man, I'm doing awesome. Uh, got a standby Steve with us in studio here. Super fan, super fan, Steve. Uh, we had a, had, a, had a great show uh, earlier last week. We're going to talk about that. And um, also, uh, uh, we have a blues minute from Sal a little bit coming up. So, um, hey, man. Um, we had, and I, I hope everybody got a chance to listen in on it. Uh, S- Steve Ewing of the urge came in, in studio, hang out with us, man. I, have you ever seen me like uh, fanboy out like that? <laughs> no, I've never seen you. Uh, I mean, you, you made a comment about not combing your hair, fixing your hair, but it, it was the most I've ever seen it fixed and put in one direction and 
the whole time I've known you because most of the time it's shaved, but you cleaned up. We swept. I uh, got the whole back port. You got the fucking studio all nice and neat. This, and this is Danny complimenting me. <laughs> this, this is what it sounds like. Got the got, got the studio all nice and neat and stuff, man. You smelled good. Uh, I, I was I was definitely taken aback by it. It happens every once in a while, you know. Just happened to be the time that. Oh, dude, I uh, I swept off my uh, sidewalk <laughs> or the the uh, sidewalk for Nine Mile Studios. Um. Uh, yeah, man, that was awesome. I mean, what a nice guy. I mean, he is, he is just, he is exactly, he, he has the reputation for that, man. I, I see, I knew who the urge was because I, I mean, I remember hearing their name and stuff and my wife played a couple of their songs. I, I remember them. They're very, very memorable songs and stuff like that. But to say I knew he, he I didn't even know, I didn't know who he was. Like if he could have walked next to me or sat next to me and I wouldn't have known who he was. I wasn't really into that. Uh, like music like that back in the day, like you or my wife was and stuff. But I know his his music, so I didn't know any of that. And to see, like, to meet him, wow, what a completely just awesome, nice person. I mean, it's crazy. He's so humble, you can't even get any uh, enough out of him because he'll never brag. It's like, dude, you traveled the world, like, did all this amazing stuff <laughs> with all these amazing artists who will who who we would be giddy over just to hear about and uh, and. You know, you're just you're just happy to talk about your business and hang yeah. out, and it's just he's moved on. I can't wait to have him back. You know what oh, I mean? I hope he comes back, man. Because there's so many things I want to talk to him about. Uh, like I seen that one of his videos yet uh, last night. I was watch I watched one of his videos and his hair, how his hair used to be and shit, <laughs> compared to what he is, what he is oh, now. Oh yeah, with the lip ring. And, yeah, and all uh, that yeah, stuff. Dude, he was all grunged out. Back yeah, then, my dude. wife was like, "Does he still have that lip ring?" I was like, "I don't know. I didn't look, but I doubt it." <laughs> he yeah, I don't know if he does. He wasn't wearing it. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> no, but his hair was fucking crazy and shit too. But I remember the the music, the song. Yeah. But I wasn't never like anything into shit like that, like music period, really. Right. So just it's all new to me seeing all this again. Like I know the vibe, but the fuck to see him as the person back in the day, because I'd only know him from the guy that sat across from me. Um, so uh, Sean Woodson, obviously, like like a huge fucking name, um, great. Uh, I mean, we're so lucky to have him on. Uh, but but that's kind of a niche market, UFC. I mean, not everybody watches that. But dude, the amount of people that were excited when I told them that Steve Ewing was coming on the show. Dude, I, I was bragging. No, it was, uh, the comments we got back, because like me, Sean Woodson is that guy to me. Uh, I got to tell people all the time, I'm like, man, we had a UFC fighter on our on our show. And they're like, who? And I tell them, like, I, yeah, well, I don't know that. But yeah, you don't know because you don't follow the fighting. You don't follow combat sports or the UFC. Uh, that's a really big deal. But this guy is somebody who, and I think the longevity that he's had too, man. Everybody, our age group was just geeked. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and I meant it when I said, uh, we, we've never had a, a guest who, who isn't in better shape than us can kick our asses. No, nope. I mean, and this guy's, he was 51 years old. 51. I mean, he looks amazing. Did you see the pictures of him? Like all like, like doing his poses, like during yes. the competition. Yeah, I tried my, have, make sure my wife didn't look at him or anything like that. But, yeah, I know. Yeah, she it's was like, peeping save him some out women for us. Steve. Right. She was looking at him and peeping him out. She's like, Oh, he's married. I didn't know that. <laughs> like she was all disappointed <laughs> oh, and shit. Okay. Yeah. Thanks Julie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh, Steve's dogs, uh, that's, that's, uh, uh, so, uh, place that I, I can't wait to get back to. I haven't been there in a little bit. Uh, I, I presented a dog to him. Um, it's uh, my the the Lane dog, uh, which was a, a stale, hot, stale cigarettes and beer. W- w- <laughs> yeah, well, there's definitely beer, um, but it's uh, it's a hot dog. It's a, it's a collaboration with Hodex because it's always a collaboration with another well-known St. Louis restaurant. Uh, so it's a it's a dog um, with a Hodex uh, fried frog leg on top, 
And then uh, I, I know nobody's gonna eat this. Yeah, all you guys couldn't see me. The face I was making. I was. <laughs> and then the slaw, and then the bland ass fries, uh, crinkle cut, and then uh, bush beer on the side. And uh, that's mine. Uh, you know, Danny, I, I'm fucking pretty upset that bush beer is in style now. Like it's popular and everybody's drinking. When I was drinking that shit down on the south side, I got made fun of. People talk, look down at me and talk shit and stuff. Yeah. Now every fucking suburbanite in the world is no, drinking. No, they were talking shit. shit on your wife beater <laughs> because I, I think had, those, those. I never had holes in them. My yeah. shit was always clean. I don't think they sell it to you unless you got, you know, cut off jean shorts and a wife beater <laughs> on and flip flops. I never wore flip flops. My toes are way too long. I got tingers, bro. Uh, do you have Do you have a concept uh, collaboration? No dog idea. No, I, uh, yours, yours is great, Steven? Uh Yes, actually, I uh, do. Uh, stand by, Steve. What's your collaboration, Steve's dog idea? I've recently went to Twisted Ranch. It's a delicious place in Seward. You guys should check it out. Uh, I have the uh, Twisted Ranch combination with Steve's dogs. It's a sausage link with uh, tomato, fresh mozzarella, and basil with uh, Twisted Ranch tomato basil ranch dressing on it, and I think. Uh, they should uh, give me the half of the profit. Now, are you going to call that a Steve's dog? Because it's already called Steve's dogs. It's it's the the Wallinator, the standby Steve dog. You can call it the Wallinator. It's the tw- twisted tomato basil dog. I think that's a great idea, actually. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. Can can we just call it the right lane dog and present the right, that to the Steve? right lane dog would be a uh, Rumplemints infused hot dog with a uh, toasted bun and uh, avocado for a topping and one of those moons moon moonshine soaked apples uh that we have they have give you a disposable of. cardigan to eat it in <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, cool all right well recycle Fenry, uh, uh, friendly sorry i i hope we get steve back on that that was a great time he was such a nice guy um so uh who watched the woodley uh jake paul fight and uh first first things first i uh i'm presenting uh Stand by Steve with a uh, crisp $5 bill. Big bills, baby. Uh, for, for taking the risk and taking uh, Jake Paul. Um, it's hard to go against Woodley, man. I mean, just because I'm such a fan, you know, he's, he's one of our own. I hoped more, you know, so much that, that he'd be able to uh, pull something off. Uh, yeah, I, I, you seen, I couldn't even make up my mind because I, I didn't want to bet against Woodley. But... Man, what a nasty knockout. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> I mean, that's one of those highlights you're going to see forever. forever. Yes. Forever. And I was I was looking on Instagram and they got some somebody had posted everybody's uh tweets and shit about their comments on the fight. And every time you scrolled to the right, it was a different spot in the knockout where he was falling. Like he's standing up right with the hit and then there's what he's like 75 degrees and then he's like it's 65. It just kept going and going, and it looked so bad. I felt so bad for him, uh, his mom, when she came into the ring and stuff last, last night. And you could just see it in his face. So all the dumbasses out in the sports world who were talking about it, he took a dive. Uh, this was fixed. There, there's no, like, nobody, they're definitely not that good of actors. Because if they were, they wouldn't have been fucking doing any type of combat sports at all. So everybody would have had to been, just no. it was a great knockout. Uh, I feel bad for the man, though, for real. Because... All the people that are like we have friends, mutual friends on Facebook, they're roasting his ass, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, well, I mean, it's uh, he's he's got like a celebrity status. He needs he, you know, you need some thick skin. You know, I don't know if that's enough to like uh, keep him going. I don't really know what his intentions After are. After a knockout like that, I don't care how fucking thick your skin is. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. man. You have to just go in the house and hide for a little bit. You got to go away. Uh, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, Steve, Steven, Steven called that one. Uh, not exactly. I don't think many people saw that knockout coming. I don't think anyone's seen that motherfucking knockout coming. In the sixth round by Paul? I mean, right. if you, it got to the sixth, you figured it was going to go the distance. Or if, if that's the only way he was going to win. I didn't think he was going to knock him out, especially like that. That was devastating. Like, he, he was out immediately. All the lights went out. Uh, speaking of uh, speaking of my me betting on Woodley uh, against Jake Paul, uh, sometimes Sal is a friend of the show, our our Blues insider. Um, uh, we're gonna get Sal on. Uh, hey Sal, are you with us? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Oh look, what's uh, going on? Hey, we've got Sal uh, calling into the show. Um, Sal, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, tell you uh, thanks for being here today. And uh, do you want yeah, to take? Absolutely. Do you want to take your five in? Um, how, how would you like to take your five dollar winnings? In ass whooping, that's how. Um, I refer I refer it to be applied as like a, uh, a deposit into my bank account, if possible. Okay. All right. Safety deposit. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Right on. I'll walk well, you up to well, the thank, bank. Thanks. Thanks for making it easy on me. Appreciate that. Did you say walk him up to the bank? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who does that. I'll write you a check. You know, old school it. style. Yeah. I'll mail you a check. Asshole. Uh, hey, Sal, uh, you ready for a blues minute? Yeah, absolutely. Are you ready is what I should ask. Uh, or did you say you were watching the blues game right now before? Yeah, it's on. Uh, it's the uh, first intermission. Or, yeah. All right, cool. Well, uh, you if you're ready for your blues minute, I will start the timer. In three, two, one, go. Uh, so the Blues are in a bit of a tear, winning their last five of six games with a loss last Sunday against the Anaheim Ducks, losing in overtime. Then after that, picking up two in-division wins against the Dallas Stars. Uh, they are now tied for, for uh, third with 39 points. The Predators are in second, and then the Wild are in first. Uh, after that, a big story is Charlie Lindgren being the first Blues goalie to start with franchise 5-0. and oh. God, you got 32 uh, seconds left, Sal. Come on, big. This is the longest 30 seconds of my God damn, dude. Don't even give Sal, go. TikTok. Big story is uh, Blues GM Doug Armstrong, um, you Who? know, being able to. Who? Um, Who the fuck is that guy? Doug what? Doug don't, Armstrong. Don't be distracted, Sal. Run through the. Keep running. Six, Sixteen seconds. Uh, he could be a potential uh, GM of the year with the way that the Blues have been playing without uh, a lot of players in their lineup. We're, we don't have Shen or Sundquist. Uh, we just got Who? Bennington back today. Uh, but no goalie situations. The players have been playing Two. well. Players like one uh, and Joshua. Oh my God. Oh my God. Hey, Sal. Sal. Woo. That was rough. Fucking Christ. Oh my God. Did you yeah. did you say everything you had to say? Yeah, absolutely. Sure did. <laughs> uh, you know, just had a, all the time in the world, yeah. <clears throat> all right. Uh but in all seriousness, what what you said was the blues are still it's still this hockey season, supposedly. Right? So the the blues are on. Yeah, okay. we're kinda like right in the middle of it, you know. Right, well, how but, soon are the how, when are the playoffs? For for me who doesn't like know April. anything. April? Yeah. I feel like hockey's all season long, like oh, all year fuck. long. April? No. It's That's when the playoffs start? June-ish. It's got to be March. Doesn't the hockey season start in like September or something? Yeah. Uh, hockey season starts uh, October. Uh, usually a typical season is going to end in early April, and then the playoffs start, and the playoffs will be kind of beginning in July. They'll end the Stanley Cup. Usually. Jesus Christ, man. That's like COVID 10 months. Yeah, COVID 
changed it though. So oh, the playoffs start on May second. Oh, there's 2nd. some talk about COVID, you know, causing some pauses in the league after uh, J- January seventh. So they're going to go back to more strict rules after January seventh too. All right. So I don't know anybody who watches this blues hockey, but uh, <laughs> uh, Danny, do you have anything else you want? You know to me. Up? I watch it. Yeah, I kind of know. Yeah. Sal. So no, I thanks, Sal. Yeah, I appreciate that. Hey, Sal, so you got, uh, what are you going to do? You're yeah. going to go uh, bowl today? Yeah, yeah, bowling. What's your high bowling game, Sal? Yeah, I'd rather hear about bowling. Uh, I'm 181 is probably my highest. I'm not a great bowler, but that's good for me. 191 is your highest game? 181. What? Oh, wow. All right, I don't have anything to talk to you about bowling either. You suck. <laughs> When's the last time you bowled? 181's decent. Get him, Sal. 181's decent. I averaged 191 in a fucking league one year, brother. So who the fuck you talking to? Are I got you a, sure? I got I'd, a two, I'd have to see it. I got a 277 high. I got my fucking, yeah, I carried a, not, a perfect game. Yeah, I carried a perfect game all the way into the 10th frame, hung the first ball, left three pins, struck out, and then got the last one. Don't tell me, boy. I would... I'd be in shock to see it, man. I got I got patches in my car. I carry around. I got patches in my car for uh, age seven hundred series and shit for people just like you. They gave me a watch for most improved bowler the first year I bowled. I bowled three years in the league, Sal, and I'm fucking. I probably bowled nine hundred and seventy thousand games in those three years. Nine hundred seventy thousand. I bowled all the time. Like I'm I'm one of those weird people when I get into something, I really get into it. All right. Yeah, you sound legit. So I don't know. That's your comeback. That's your comeback. (laughs) All I'm right. not going to talk smack on bowling, man. I'm just not going to do it because I'm not that good. What if he told you he but, played hockey, too? He was just giving you shit. Sal don't play hockey. Sal doesn't play hockey. He reports on I hockey. I do play hockey. I was, th- I was I saying Danny hockey. plays hockey. You can't play hockey, Sal. I can play hockey. <laughs> I played hockey since I was a kid, man. Play, I still play. Where? With your, with your, play, play, play with your little kids? Like, it doesn't count. I played in high school, man. With who? You didn't play in high school. Stop. What high school did you I was varsity in high school. Oh, varsity bench rider. I've seen you in front of me. You're like two foot tall. Dude, I'm five foot seven. You said three. Seems you're saying five foot three, and then said seven or eight. I'm five foot seven, five foot eight, something like that. So how old are you? And you don't fucking know how tall you are. Thirty six years old. You know how fucking tall you are. I'm kind of like five foot seven and a half. No, you're kind of like five foot three. We met. Right. (laughs) Look, Sal's the only one dressed up for this. We've got him on Zoom here, and he's got a polo shirt. Know, on. Looks, I'm about he ready to leave. He I'm going good. soon. He looks right, good with that, right, oh, right. that white T-shirt Dude, underneath you have, there. Is that, is that a bowling shirt? Like, do you have it embroidered with your bowling team name with pins and shit That's on? a good idea. No, I'm no, no it's not. Not at the high of 181, it's not. You got to keep that fucking embroidered for somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Sal, thanks for being here. No, thanks for having me. Hey, it was have, a lot of fun. Have a good time, man. Good luck today. See you. Oh, you too, guys. See you next time. Bye. All right, see you. Woo. Was that rough? His comebacks fucking are shitty. Sal, you're five foot three too, by the way. All right, and you almost said it too, and then fucking five foot three, seven, five foot seven. I mean, or five foot eight. How are you, thirty six years old, and fucking how tall you are? He can barely talk, man. This is like Make a Wish Foundation for uh, show segments here. <laughs> okay, this this poor kid. No, um, uh, yeah, he. Uh, I had to get him in there because he's he's heading off the bowling. Um. But, uh, yeah, you're done talking about Woodley, right? Nothing else to say about him? Uh, uh, I, I recommend, if you have not seen it, go to YouTube, go to the Instagram, go wherever, and just see the the fight sucked up until that point. There was a, lot, a whole lot of hugging. and Yeah, yikes. it was a terrible. It, yeah. it, wasn't, it, wasn't, uh, it wasn't that great. Um, What's next for Paul? Who's next? You see he's talking shit to uh, uh, Street Jesus. And uh, Nate Diaz. Yeah. Oh, ooh, speaking of uh, all that 
uh, crazy sideshow action. Did you see uh, the Island Boys were kind of ran out of the crowd? I did not. Yeah, the Island Boys were there. Your boys. Yeah. Uh, and I'm an Island Boy. And I and I don't and I guess they uh, uh, people kind of noticed them. They may have been standing on chairs, like saying hello or something. And the crowd started roasting them, throwing beers at them. Uh, and and the uh, the cops had to escort them out because so, it was causing such. So a everybody scene. I liked yesterday just got fucked around. Is basically what it's like. Oh yeah, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. I think that's just the beauty of those types of uh, events. I really don't Look, know man, how to describe. My, they're it. They're kids. They're little bitty ass kids, man. How are you gonna throw a beer bottle at a fucking kid? Yeah. Well, they they live that thug life, man. They don't so live it's no like fucking. They got to be ready to. They got to be ready for it all. You don't live no goddamn thug life. Uh oh yeah, I saw uh. Standby Steve has some uh, Island Boys getting booed uh, at some some show that they were uh, they're dressed like Michael J. Fox. They are too. It's funny. They've got the best. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, they should just go back to making uh, content. They're not rappers and shit. This is what they're not getting. They should go back and just make fucking content on social media apps. Uh, hey, uh, Danny. So, um, St. Louis is. Uh, we're no gonna, longer on the dan- most dangerous cities list. Did you know that? How? I know it's weird. Uh, it, it, it's it's still it's really weird because uh, by most dangerous cities, it's it's um, the uh, accumulation of violent crime, right? But it's per it's per one hundred thousand people, right? Uh, but St. Louis still had the highest murder rate, but still didn't make the top fifty most dangerous cities. I don't I don't know how they. I think that they, they I think they, they can fudge the numbers well, I think a little they, bit. They count like uh like are robbery. We, are, are, they, count, they, count, my, they account for any violent crime too. Right. So maybe we're just murderers. We're not really violent any other way. I don't know. My question for you is are we happy about it or not? No, I want to be fucking no, we should we should be back at number one. Right. Or I no, mean, yeah, I, I don't mind losing Detroit, but like how how is there forty nine other cities in the United States more dangerous than us? No, there's more than fifty. Oh uh, wow, and, we're not even fiftieth. Like one of them Springfield, Illinois. Uh, you know, well, per capita, they kill a lot. Well, I got a little story about <laughs> Springfield. So, yeah, I, I can see Springfield. Uh, so, yeah, we had the highest murder rate, but still didn't crack the top 50 in violent crime per capita. As yeah, you said, it's, it's per 100. Th- it's, it's, it's the violent crime. It's the robberies and fucking shit like assaults. Memphis got the number one spot uh, for violent crime. They are uh, one. 1,359, uh, I guess, victims or incidents per 100,000 people. Um, but their murder rate was just 24.2 per 100,000. St. Louis's murder rate is 87. So holy, it's like holy fuck. way more. So uh, your car might not get broke into, but you might die. No, your car's still going to get broke into, though. <laughs> <laughs> I th- maybe the cops just aren't coming to report cases. It has to be. But that's got to be what it is. Because if you, if I don't you, think shit's getting a lot nicer. If you park down around by any of the stadiums and shit like that, man, you better watch where you park because your shit will get busted. All your windows busted out. Uh, my buddy went to the Blues game the other night, and they broke into his shit. He paid 40 bucks for parking, and they still broke into his shit. Oh, I don't know about y'all know this for you people who don't live in St. Louis or whatever, but just because you gave somebody your money to park there doesn't mean they own the lot or that you're allowed to park there or that anything is safe there because you can just go post up a spot and uh, pay to park there and fucking you weren't allowed to. It happened to me at a football game. It happened to me at a Cardinals game, baseball game. Somebody just went and got out of there on their own free will and was like, I'm going to go make some extra few extra dollars and acted like they were running a fucking parking uh, spot and then made some money and then walked away. 
I've heard, I've heard of people being approached when they stopped at meters downtown, like you know, dumb people fall right. for this type of stuff. Stephen, uh, like you know, suburban type people. Stephen, you know? uh, they 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 park down at some you know, going to some restaurant, and somebody comes over to him and says, "Hey, hey, no, no, you got to pay to park there. It's a meter." They're like, "What are you talking about?" It's like, "No, no, you got to pay to park there," and they do. So this dude's like, you know, it's like the guy, uh, you know, collecting carts at Aldi's, or he's out there uh, collecting every, money at the meter. Every one of those people that have paid are white. Uh, just to put Every it in perspective, um, so Memphis had uh, uh, 1,359 per 100,000. Uh, last year, when St. Louis was second place, most dangerous city, uh, we had almost 2,000. So, like, 40% more. It's, it's where weird. Are you these getting numbers, these facts at? Uh, where are these numbers at? Uh, the the uh, news article. Because crime hasn't gone down in St. Louis. I'm just as I'm just as uh, flabbergasted as you are, Danny. You think people I, I don't start understand. calling the cops? No, I they think it's reported incidents. No, right? I, I don't know what's up, but it's definitely reported incident. But if, if I rob you, you're calling the police. Uh, miraculously, Chicago also didn't make the top fifty this year. All right, we're no longer we're, we're not. Listening. So we're, what do we know about <laughs> what is this list? We're not listening to that fucking list anywhere. <clears throat> this is uh, CNN must have done because the south side of Chicago alone, fucking is is worse than any other fucking city in the United States. Just the south side. St. Louis and Chicago together is like the third strongest standing army in the fucking world. Chicago by itself, the, the total population that Chicago has is insane. It's like four, almost three and a half million people, whatever it is. It, it's, it's nuts. Um, yeah, I wanted to uh, wanted to bring up something a little personal. Uh, oh, uh, go ahead. Uh, oh, you want to talk more about the? Uh, no, I want to talk. We, we 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 brushed over the boxing match last night, but we didn't talk about the motherfucking UFC event. Oh, the uh, my balls is hot. Oh yeah, did the, you see him take beast. his cup out and toss it into the crowd? Some lucky, some lucky uh, short man in the back row caught it and held on to it with a big old grin on his face, like, "What do I do with this?" And he put it in his pocket, coat pocket. He took his cup. Out, I don't know what to slip yeah, wait, the cause, hard cup cause, out because I don't know if y'all. And, like, he, and he starts acting like he's gonna throw it, and then stops, and he points at the crowd, and he looks up at the crowd, and he said, "Fuck it," and he tossed it. And the camera panned over, and they showed this fucking dude who I guess he was—he wasn't sure if he was happy he caught it or not either. I'm, I'm just gonna convince myself that he had on compression shorts, and there was that pocket that you slide it in, and that's yeah, what it was. Yeah, so that's what they all were. He sweats walking down to the ring. Yeah, that's but disgusting. it's not all on with balls and shit. But it is ball sweat. That guy stays sweating. Ball. He looks like he has sleep apnea. My balls. Doesn't he hot. have that look? To him? <laughs> he does look like he has yeah. sleep apnea too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, gotta go, I gotta go see a doctor. You gotta make sure he's but still alive. He, he did it again last night though, uh, and I'm pretty sure Stephen. Check if you see if he was the underdog or not. Because little Danny said he was the underdog, and fucking I don't know how because he molly bopped old boy again. Like he, the dude ate the first couple of punches, and then you can't eat too many from that guy, man. Does he set the record for the most knockouts in, in the UFC too, or does he tie the record? It's one of those. It's one of those. He's way up there. First round TKO. Chris. You you should try to say that last name for us. Yeah, that's why I just stopped. You uh, see? <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me throw some hypo- hypotheticals out there. I'm not looking at anything off the top of my head. Uh, Derek Lewis versus John Jones. Derek Lewis by knockout. All day? All day. Out of 10 fights. Eight. Um, the underdog was Derek Lewis at plus 125. John Jones isn't going to use that uh, oblique kick to just uh, punish his leg and find a way in there. He might. And not, uh, just dance not, around. I mean, okay, let's rewind this. Derek Lewis, Derek Lewis loses to John Jones. If he fight because John Jones has movement. And uh, Gano or whatever his name is had great movement. And that's what that's what 
you knew gain. yeah gain not to be confused with ingan yeah I, I like to mix the names Cyril gain that guy had his movement was something that the heavyweight division doesn't have most heavyweights stand in front of you and they like to trade or they circle out their movement is it's more of a boxing type movement instead of like that muay thai or that karate type where they're on the balls of their toes or, buoyant yeah buoyant and that's going to give a lot of heavyweights problems yeah I agree. I mean, most of these heavyweights haven't seen people like Gain. No, well, I mean, that guy is something And else. Lewis, and the shape that fucking Lewis is in cardio-wise isn't that great. So once he gets in a bad spot and gets hit on a bunch of times, like he still can, he keeps his power going into the third round, but that's only after, because they did a lot of wrestling, that Volkov never, when he fought Volkov, he didn't like take a whole lot of punishment when he got taken down or anything like that. He just got taken down and had to wrestle, so he gets tired. But that, that power's still there. Yeah. When you're getting... He, taken, he, knows, he, know, he knows how to use his energy... The right way and not get gassed out. I mean, James Tony was the same way. Yeah, but you know, the, and you're like, fighting you, guys, that guy wasn't in the the greatest shape. No, Everybody will admit that. But you're fighting people who are standing in front of you for the most part, and that's just not what fucking what happened. And I don't know that John Jones is going to do that either. Uh, Derek Lewis versus Stipe Miocic. I'm gonna take Derek Lewis in that uh, out of ten times. Seven. Okay. Uh, so uh, I'm gonna he, go back. Derek Lewis and John Jones are five and five. Okay. The power equals like equalizes that sometimes. That, is this going to be another undecided bet when that happens? You you, you don't get to slide no, out I'll, of bets. I bet on. that one. Right lane. I'll right lane. Nine Mile Studio fight bets. You got you got to put a name. I, in I didn't. Mouth. I'm not going to bet against Tyrone Woodley. I hear you. And All I, right. I, I, I well, mean, then you should have just bet on Tyrone Woodley. No, because I'm going to give my money away either. Motherfucker. I mean, fuck. It's five dollars, but it's like I, I can get. Stephen, what are you going to do with your with your five dollar winnings? What which fast food uh, uh, appetizer are you going to buy? I bought mac and cheese from Popeyes already. I was hoping to put that back in my bank account. All right, gotcha. <laughs> um, <laughs> These motherfuckers going to the bank to put five dollars back in their bank account. Good money don't make no money, Dan. Calling cap. The motherfuckers gonna stop and buy some cigarettes or something with it. Uh, Derek Lewis versus Gain. Oh, Derek oh yeah, we already saw that. Same thing. I mean, that's over ten out of ten. Over ten, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who else? Who else we got? Francis. Francis Ngannou. Oh, well, we saw that fucking shit show. I don't think it'd be it's like that again. No, I don't it's think so same. either. I'm going to go... Uh, I'd take Ngannou in that fight. I, I almost want to go five for five. And and uh, this isn't because I'm the biggest Ngannou fanboy. Uh, and and uh, I'm not ever going to talk shit on him. That guy's, the guy's an absolute monster freak of nature. But uh, I know he's not going to be able to beat Gain. Out of ten times is the best way to kind of uh, approach it. I, I say Gain beats him seven I, out of ten times. I agree with that. Um, I think Ngannou loses I, uh, to Lewis five or six times. Uh, I, uh, I, I don't. Six. I, I think Ngannou would get the edge out of ten times. Uh, no. Uh, Lewis. His power isn't like anybody else's. Uh, the power that Derek Lewis possesses, even though that Ngannou's got the greatest knockout in the history of mankind, I still don't think that uh, his head's come down over his head with that uppercut. I think that Derek Lewis has the fucking the most power, or the most knockout power in the fucking sport. Like, everybody he hits goes to sleep. Yeah. And you're afraid of that as a man. Obviously, Ngannou was afraid of that because he didn't want none, no, he didn't want none of that smoke. Yeah. You think all of a sudden he's feeling confident about himself? He's gained that ability to be like, man, fuck that. I don't care how hard he hits. Do you, uh, when, when, whenever, whenever uh, Derek Lewis throws one of those, like, uh, like he throws like these, uh, what are they, like switch kicks? You know what I mean? Like, like he gets his leg up there, man. And everybody, everybody goes, whoa, because they're not expecting to see he's it. A super, he's he doesn't a, always touch right. him with it, but just to watch he's, him he's a fairly throw out there. He's, and a he's, fairly got these, guy. he's got He's got, like, he threw a flying knee in there, caught him in the chest with a knee, like, when they were close. And, uh, man, he's, uh, I'm not, he can't, see, the thing is, that's what I mean. He's, he's good with his energy. 
he won't he won't he won't waste it all doing that shit the whole fight. But he'll he'll pick his shots. He'll find the openings. I mean, how many days do you know. think he lays in bed after a fight? None. He's he's right back at it the next day. He's like it's old country boy from fucking Houston, man. That dude's out there chopping wood. Like he's he might work- already be in Jamaica. What are you talking about? <laughs> that might be true this time. He's a workhorse <laughs> though, man. Size hat you think he wears? You have this information? No, I'm just I just you're supposed, to, you're supposed to not talk and look it up. I apologize. Uh, how uh, who are you more scared of to, if you had to fight him or Ngannou? Or if you ran into one of them, like which one scares you the De- most? For, well, first of all, Derek Derek Lewis looks like a great time. Like I want to hang with that dude. Derek Lewis looks like he if you pissed him off though he'd rip your arms off and beat you with them. Well, I know uh, as as a small 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 people are cunning. Okay, that's what that's what I do. I I, fall, <laughs> I slide into cunning like like Charlie Day. I, like I'm he, like all of a sudden I become funny to the big man. He's scarier. Yeah, that's to how me I than keep Nganu. He's scarier than Ganu though. Really? Yeah, I think like if you just bump into him or whatever, I would. Unless he starts smiling, because once he smiles, he makes you feel. I I get what you're saying. He makes you feel good about you. Like everything's going to be okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Like like he's. Uh, but if he you know he's got that mean like face, Charles look at you. Barkley. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, of course he's of course he's mean. He's Charles Barkley times ten. But I. Uh, that's a, that's a scary motherfucker right there. Yeah, but he's funny. Like in God, who's not funny. I'm not talking like, about you get to have a conversation with him. I'm talking about like dudes come around the corner, you bump into each other, and you look up. Well, I can't, I can't, I can't funny my way out of Engano. He barely speaks English. No, I you think know he doesn't. Could, he doesn't think anything's funny. You know, I think he was. He has no he's, charisma. He's always, gonna, he's always gonna think that you had the um the language barrier misinterpretation. So he might be like smile at you and tell you everything's okay and stuff. <laughs> Where Derek Lewis ain't got no no, no nothing to stop him from smacking. He's like shit he's out like, you. look, little man, you're not even as funny as I am. Get the fuck out of here. Look at him dancing. Who do you think causes more damage in a punch? Like to your face? How, what's the hospital bill? I think that Ngannou would do that. They they they. Claim to have the metrics on this. They, they said they that Ngannou has the hardest punch of all time. But that was because of the machine hit. Mm-hmm. Derek Lewis, though, hits you in the right spot on the button with power all the time. Everybody goes to sleep. I think if you're bar fighting him, though, I think Francis is knocking you out and walking away. And if you pissed off, oh boy, enough, he might keep hitting you. Yeah, that's that's a net, that's a scary man. Um, so I think that's the last uh, event of the year. Uh, your boy Wonderboy Thompson fought last night. Uh not my boy. <laughs> I uh I've I've been pretty critical of uh so like uh he pisses me off, Chris Weidman pisses me off. Fuck Chris Weidman. Holly Holm pisses me off. <laughs> these, Holly Holm. Okay, listen, hold on. I put these people I, I I like to compare them because they they fight the way that you fight like it's a sport instead of you fight like it's a fight, like and it pisses me off. Like and that's and that's what uh Steven Thompson, that's why the smaller cage is a is a problem for him if especially if he's fighting somebody who's a wrestler because he doesn't he doesn't bring the fight he's 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 always waiting to to find to pick yes. you apart like he's sparring with you and it's uh he's not thank sparring god with you he lost he's but his career, i think it's over now and i don't think that they figured him out or anything i just think that he had a his time at that where his rise is a sin was it was finite my, my, yeah whatever to find eat my night my new finite there finite. it is look at okay. that there it is Woo. using big words between the two of us yeah one of us will get it or together we will uh and i think that it's over now uh i don't I, I, there's no more he can't he's 39 years old he's not getting any younger well he's fighting in a division that's that's owned by wrestlers uh gilbert burns uh usman he fought wrestling. covington the wrestlers couldn't take him down forever and top, top top guys couldn't take him down. He well, was he, so good he at what didn't, he did. He didn't, he didn't have to go against those Woodley. wrestlers. He fought Woodley. Yeah, but Woodley, even Woodley isn't that that caliber of a, of a wrestler. 
that uh, that uh, you think Usman is. You don't. You think because no, very few people are what Usman is. You think because he doesn't use it though that like Covington or those guys are better wrestlers than Tyron Woodley. I I think in the MMA game they are. I think there's a difference. Okay, I, I know what you're saying. There's there there a difference. But uh, j- uh, I'll give you an example. Fucking uh, uh, Yoel Romero doesn't use wrestling to take you down or beat you in a fight and stuff. You know what he uses wrestling to do to get back up? He overcommits to punches because you can't keep that guy down. So because he doesn't have the most takedowns in the UFC, you're going to tell me that there's a, there's better wrestlers. Uh, George St. Pierre wasn't a wrestler at all, but guess what he was good at in the UFC? No, wrestling, because he knew how to use it in mixed Guess what arts. he was great at, though, keeping you down? He he did what uh, Romero does, where he'd, he'd get people to trade, uh, or I'm sorry, not Romero, uh, Kobe Covington does. He gets you to, to exchange punches, and then he drops because down. Because he's super high volume. Yes, and he, well, he changes levels underneath you and stuff, and gets you, they're not wrestling takedowns. It just actual depends MMA on how takedowns. you apply it. And I, I and, and Woodley was Woodley was never high volume anyway. And, and nothing. Right. So, yeah. all right. So it's like, it's just different with him, you know, but it's like, I don't think, I don't think, uh, I don't think it would have worked, um, you know, with, with any of these top three wrestlers in the Thompson division. was just a guy you couldn't keep down. And because he's, I, I just think now he can't, none, he can't keep none of them. All, all the people down. he was dominant against were, were other strikers. Woodley you know? is a two-time All-American and the Big 12 Conference champion in 2003 in wrestling. I no, I I know what his what his wrestling background is, but what I'm saying is that doesn't always translate. No, you're right. You know what I'm saying. You're right, but that's you, exactly the point I'm trying to make. But right? GSP's wrestling, like he's able to control them on the ground. Uh, if you can't control somebody on the ground, they get up. Like Thompson, I, I think the first time he was taken down was th- two fights ago, and it's not because the, the wrestlers are better today or better MMA wrestlers. It's because it, it, there's a little, maybe some of that's there, but he's lost a little bit of what his swagger and what he is. After those losses he took, man, he's not the same guy. He's he's way more. He, Burns took him down religiously, a damn near. Didn't he get knocked out by uh, oh, Anthony Pettis? That, that's when it, that's that, not a wrestler. That's when that's when it ended. <laughs> that's when it was over. That yeah. was the day with the, the springboard off the back of the cage and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Pettis is good for those, but he, he's a quitter. Yeah. Um. Uh. Oh shit. Who else was on? The, oh, you know, you know, a guy who I uh, kind of follow uh, is uh, 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 Gerald Merchart. No. Uh. He's he's a uh, he's kind of a kind of a journeyman. He's he's been around for a while. The reason I I started following him is because he looks just like uh, my old homeboy, and uh, like exactly like him, dude. He's got like those. Um, he looks like a Southside Hoosier. Well, th- yeah, he looks like this he normal like guy. D- he looks like Doug too. Uh, no, he's got he's got those Basset Hound <laughs> eyes. You know what I mean? Like these sleepy ass eyes. But uh, uh, no, he's uh, he he hangs in there, dude, and he's he he always finds a way to win, and he did that again last night. I I, I wish that you saw it so I that you can see, see what I was talking about. You know who about. Doug Devine is? Yeah, he looks like Doug. <clears throat> yeah, <he's, laughs> yeah, he does. He, he looks like Doug Devine. <laughs> uh, he used to have a uh, bookie. Too, yeah. By the way, uh, speaking of bookies, we're gonna have a buddy uh, a buddy in sometime soon to talk uh, money lines with us. Um, oh shit, uh, Mikey Hubcap. Uh, good, good friend from the South side. Uh, um, Hey, so anyway, Danny, I wanted to, uh, to bring something up, uh, living life as a, as a podcaster, the way that we do, it's hard. People don't know how hard it is. <laughs> it's hard, man. Uh, Danny, Danny be beating me up in here, man. <laughs> but then I, then I get off the podcast and you know, the relationship, you know, it's strained a little bit because I'm back here in the studio. We're, we're trying to make this all perfect. We're doing research. We're setting up guests. We're, we're doing all this behind the scenes stuff. Danny, I know that you've got a big part of doing promotions and marketing and all that stuff. And, uh, and I'll tell you the old, the old lady doesn't take it very well. Uh, old ladies don't always take it very well. 
old lady's wives, whoever that might be, uh, Stephen's mom, whatever. Uh, but no, what I'm going to say is, uh, the, so it's kind of like, like they have to trust you. You know what I mean? So it's like, um, like the equivalent of hosting a podcast when you're a dude for a girl is kind of like what it's like to be a dude dating a stripper. <laughs> it's it's kind of like that. You know what I'm saying? It's like you just have to have, you just have to fucking bite down and fucking deal with it. You know, if that's what you want to do. It's like wh- whoever, whoever you're dating or, or married to or, or your mom, Steven, uh, like whoever it is, they just have to. They just have to trust you and know that what and and know that what you're doing is not your work or you know that's not your life, you know uh, that's not your relationship. It's separate, you know. They you know you know what I'm saying, Danny. It's tough. It's uh, tough to have a relationship I, when you when you have this kind of fame. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh shit, Lane, 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 Lane. Uh, I'm gonna have to uh, say that uh, I, I'm gonna take the fifth on the rest of this conversation out of fear. My mom's super supportive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it, uh, it, it can it can wear in a relationship. It definitely can wear in a relationship. It can, but uh, but uh, we we we're really having a good time back here. Um, uh, Danny, uh, what you what you do with your weekend recently, man? I didn't do anything. I sat around all day yesterday. Um, I was going to hang out with the family and stuff, but the wife took the kids and went to her sister's house and made a bunch of cookies and stuff. So holidays are approaching. Are are you off work right now? I am. I am. I'm still going. For go, how long? Uh, end of the year, maybe. You're like a teacher. You get like a whole break and shit. Well, I would save my vacation for this moment. Oh, you like, you yeah. like, uh, you know, you save it up and yeah. then you, you send it in. It's like, these are the days. Yes. And I did it eight months ago so that I could have this time of the year off. But I'm still going to go in because my, uh, my CEO, who's now my GM, acting as GM as well, uh, is doing multiple jobs. He's gone for two weeks, too. So, and... We have a new guy that's the ops manager and stuff, so he still needs some assistance in the night crew, needs direction. So I'll still stop in to see what's up, make sure they're on the, the path that we've set them on. But, yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to be chilling. I'm going to play some video games that I haven't played in a while, hang out with the kids a whole lot, do some uh, – spend a lot of time on this thing, some research and trying to get better at it and uh, different things, sponsors, how, how to do ads, just merch. Yeah, yes. Yes, we haven't we, – we've hinted – we talked about that today. Uh, we're talking shirts, uh, stuff like that. Um, we're, uh, can't wait to give, give shirts out to all the guests. That's how it's going to start. You know, get, get Steve Ewan to wear one of our, uh, the yes. right lane. Yes. Nine mile studio. But like people like silent Steve's got to pay for one. Uh, fucking Osal Salvatore who does 181 bowling. What kind of garbage shit is that? Yeah. We're not embroidering it for him either. <laughs> He's going to be in a bowling league with our shirt on. Uh, I don't yeah, so that's what I'm gonna do with my. But that's what I'm gonna do with my few times. I'm, I'm hanging out with the kids a lot, uh, do a bunch of Christmas stuff, and just enjoy fucking stuff that I personally like to do instead of the grind of work, man. What's Christmas stuff? I see light. Go see lights. Uh, watch movies. Like, I, haven't, I haven't even watched a fucking Christmas movie this year. What? Christmas? I watch home, all. You don't watch Christmas movies like Home Alone. I always love to start the Christmas, the holiday season off. Wait, you? What is this supposed to have already begun? Yeah, you act oh, like there's like a day for, that starts. Yeah, like November first. Wait, is it? Is it the twelve days of Christmas yet? Are yes. we there yet? We're we're past that. Lane, it's December nineteenth. Oh. Oh, yeah, I don't have kids, man. Christmas is in six days. I'm supposed to know. Christmas, Christmas well, you've is got in a mom. six days. And I love Christmas though. Like every year, it's my it's my fa- one of my favorite things to look forward to and shit. 
Uh, and I just haven't, I've worked a lot. My schedule has changed. I work nights now. So I really had the opportunity or the desire to go and do a bunch of shit. And now I, I've taken that time and I'm going to go make sure that, especially my little six-year-old, she's uh she loves Christmas, obviously. She still believes in Santa and stuff. So I want to enjoy that the next few days with her and all that, all the stuff that comes with it, watching the movies, drinking hot cocoa, driving down to Candy Cane Lane, seeing lights, driving Candy around. Candy Cane Lane's actually kind of cool, man. Went, super I went cool. there last night. It was really nice. You went last night? Yeah. yeah. Did you, yeah. Oh, awesome. did you go on a date? Yes, I did. Did right you go on, to right Ted on, Drew's? Right on Lane. No, the Ted Drew's line was all the way out to the street. <laughs> I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Yeah, but... Uh, you could have made her wait in line and you sat in the car. According to Steve I don't gotta Ewing, like that. Uh, that line moves pretty quick. Steve Ewing is most of the time correct. This was not one of those times that he's correct. <clears throat> it does get pretty thick. It's also yes. 30 degrees last yeah, night. Yeah, but that's so when you Ted take Drews. that time to make out with your old lady. That's what he said. We've been married for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, if Steven, uh, Ted Drew's fan, not in 30 degree weather, I'm not standing outside for an hour for it. <laughs> what, what do you like from Ted Drew's? What are they? It's custard. You know, you get vanilla. I'm a pretty plain, basic guy. You yeah, are too. too. Yeah. Right. So what'd you do with your weekend? He agreed by the way. Oh, what the fuck did I do? Oh, I, uh, I, I, I worked, um, all week. We had, we had Steve on earlier, uh, worked all week, did some editing, uh, moved some stuff, uh, with, uh, my girlfriend and uh, what else? Are you are you no. allowed to bring her up? No, no. she told me not to. <laughs> She's not supposed to be mentioned. But uh, that's what I did. Um, let's see. Uh, you, it must be love if you're moving her because moving's like the fucking worst thing in the world. He said he just moved some stuff. Some stuff. Some stuff. A couple trips. That's that's more than know. what I'm willing to do. I was like sweating last week when you were talking about. It. I'm like, man, I noticed my fucking gonna ask me. Please don't ask me. Please don't ask me. <laughs> don't she ask she me. said it. She was like, she was like, don't you have like, isn't that why you have all these big strong friends around? She's like complimenting you guys. It's not gonna work though. <laughs> I'm like, my back, I, I my back hurts. My toes. obviously doesn't know how to test strengths because I stubbed my toe. Yeah. Uh, luckily for me, hold on, hold on. She, she has a tiny what little. What you burp. saying? Speaking, like you can, speaking for myself. It's not like you was gonna say something smart ass and I was gonna smack shit out you. I can be strong, but I I'm not strong enough to help Wayne move a couch or anything like that <laughs> for free at least. Uh, we took we took her shitty couch and we broke it into pieces and I carried it down the stairs and uh, took and, it out to the alley because I don't need her shitty couch. So what she like? You couldn't just toss it out the steps and stuff and it break on its own. Like, we should live in an apartment complex. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's, it's in the center West End, man. Oh. Like, this isn't the kind of place you can do that. This isn't uh, your south side. Right, right. Okay. So I'm not, like, I'm not familiar with those back, places. You know? What's that? You weren't coming back. You could have done it. Just, you know, south side it up. That's white trash Steven right there, people. <laughs> See, now he's talking my language. Jeff, go pest control, baby. <laughs> um, so, uh, so as far as Christmas, though, what about Anheuser Busch lights? Uh, I, I normally we'd see them, but we go. My mother in law's birthday is the eighth of December, so we usually used used to go there. We'd go out to dinner, and then we would go and see lights after that. COVID's kind of fucked everything up. Like this year, we went to uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, uh, yeah, for my mother in law's birthday dinner, and uh, they were they closed at eight o'clock or some shit like that. Like we got there, and they was in, it was at seven or six fifty, and they were before we got our food, they were already everybody. We were the only people left, and they're already closing and stuff, and we'd ever. So we sing happy birthday back at her house and shit. We didn't even like do it at the restaurant. So we didn't do anything after that because COVID's kind of uh, messed things up. But uh, the Anheuser Busch is awesome. My kids went ice skating a couple years ago. I there. was just going to ask you about that ice skating, Danny. Uh, you come on now. You see this this frame? <laughs> this, this no, is, this is not safe. Fucking let's what go if, ice skating. What if what if your daughter was like, come on? Let's I'd be go like, ice oh, it's so cute. You go with your brother. <laughs> That's why I had them so much far apart so uh, that she we could have help with that. Steven, ice skating. 
I could do it. No, you can't. I've seen that foot. Okay. <laughs> so he okay. Right on, Sal. My foot stays on the <laughs> ground. It glides. I can skate a little bit. I've never had issues with it. Uh, I bet you've uh, gone ice skating before, though. Yeah, I'm 27, dude. I gotta go on dates. I gotta do fun shit. Stop. You stop. Stop, cat. Rewind, motherfucker. You, what chick did you take? And what? Where did you take her to a fucking ice skating rink on a date? That is, stop. Forest Park last year. The girl not to be named. It's called Steinberg. Her name was Julie. Because <laughs> <laughs> that fucking nosy lion. He's like, take no bitch to the fucking skating rink. This is not you. You're not that dude. I could. Now if Lane said that shit, I'd be like, this motherfucking dude. I could see Lane doing that. Cause that that is some pretentious shit to lame would do. Yeah, but uh, it's never my idea. Yeah, lame like long. Yeah, I go along there. with it, but yeah. I, don't, I don't. It's not my idea. Like one thing that one thing. The fact that, I, that she thinks that she can tell you that we're going to an ice skating rink and you're you're like, oh sure, it's crazy. Ain't, ain't no ain't no broad ever looking at me. No, no, like, there's no. It's not the first time they ask either. It's always like it's like she made me promise, and then the days approach and she makes me promise again, and then the day happens and like you know, so you tired up. and hungover, and it's like. For real today, it's like, all right, let's go. You so know, you, you fucked up, and this is like the apology a week later, the ice skating date. Whether that be the case, you know, whatever. It's uh, it's not usually on my list of things to do that I'm drawing up. Okay, now going to see a movie. Now, <laughs> now that's something I like to do. I don't care if it's a good movie, a bad movie. I don't give a fuck, dude. I just want to eat popcorn and drink a beer and watch a movie. That's, like, that's you, fun. That, that's what you're me. doing at the movie theaters, eating popcorn. That's your snack. Yeah, I don't even get popcorn all the time, but I will have a drink with me. You, some usually a flask. I, I and back get, when I used to smoke weed a lot, the vape. Oh, the vape. Yeah, I can see that. Uh I mean, I'm having the nachos and some candy. Oh, you're that fucking loud, crinkly ass, plastic, crunchy ass. Come <laughs> on, man. With extra cheese too and some jalapenos there. Let me get that too. They've got a new uh, theater opening uh, down at the City Foundry uh, here coming soon. It's called the Alamo Theater. Stephen, you familiar? Uh, no, I am not. Look it up, dude. It's like this is this is what started all these uh, real real fancy movie theaters with with the full menus and and all the like craft beers and anything you want. It's all nice. I'm like, pretty sure there's waiters and shit coming out. To drinking and watching you. a movie doesn't they don't go hand in hand with me. Like, I would never even I would, wouldn't think to sit down. And drink a few beers or a flask and watch a movie. That's yeah. what, I always thought it was. I know it, it's a new concept. I mean, within the past ten years for me too. No, <laughs> well, seriously, I'm saying like they they sell beer at the movie theaters. But it, it's, never... it's kind of like it's kind of how it's kind of like how like food trucks weren't a thing in St. Louis up until you know fifteen right. years ago, right? And like hot dogs, you know, it's not a big big uh, thing in our culture here. You know, we talked about that with Steve. We, uh, but but like these these fancy movie theaters, they they were down in Texas. Right. You know, they were in other places like where they have a full menu and they bring you food and drinks like a draft house. I'm talking like anything you want, like straight up mixed drinks. There was a know? full bar. And then dessert. Yeah, I was at a full bar at the movie theater in New York. And they're just like the uh, like the airlines, though. You go to the airport and it's like $16 for a decent drink. So I'm drinking. I'm, I don't care. Yeah, I ended up spending like 50 bucks before I saw a movie. Oh, I've had some days, man, with traveling. <laughs> you you were there on some of them days where you start drinking at 9 o'clock at the airport, start drinking at 9 a.m., and you drink all day because you had a connecting flight. So you're drinking on the airplane. You're drinking at the fucking, you know, you don't probably drink and use your connecting flight because most of the time you're getting, you're landing and walking straight to the plane to get on it. That is right. not my strategy when I fly. Oh, lame, man. We went to North Carolina one time for a job, and... Neil and I drank from nine o'clock in the morning until like two o'clock in the morning. All yeah, all the way back. 
Do you want to tell him the Alabama story? Me, you, and Neil? Oh, no, I'll fuck you two up, man. Give a fuck if you die. <laughs> These motherfuckers, man. Uh, I lost my license. And I'd been given the airline. I didn't you know, get it replaced because I'm an idiot. But I'd, been, I'd flown a whole, like four or five times. And when you could pick up your rental car, you just I, I was handed in my fucking state ID. Nobody ever said anything. So the dumbest state in the union, the dumbest state, you heard me, the dumbest fucking state in the union, uh, the lady's like, oh, this ain't your driver's license. Which state? Alabama. Alabama. Okay. And I tried to talk her into it. And then I tried to get him. I was like, well, how about I pay for with my credit card and his driver's license? She said, nope, that's not going to work. And I went down the line and asked everyone. I mean, I offered him cash. And these motherfuckers, nobody would do it. So we had to take a fucking, uh, what did we take, a cab? Uber. We took an Uber to the hotel and stuff. And the hotel was like a mile from fucking the job site. We had to walk to the job site, take the job down and stuff. Then we had to walk back. So on the way back from fucking doing, uh, taking care of all that, we're flying back to St. Louis. Neil, or Steven fucking, I get into it with Steven on the airplane. Or no, I get into it with Neil on the airplane. He's talking shit. And then we're walking through the connection, and he's talking shit about my irresponsibility, whatever the fuck dumbass shit he was talking. We almost got into it in the airport. So then we get to St. Louis. Neil goes one way. We get in Steven's car back to the fucking, uh, to our shop. And this motherfucker starts talking shit to me too. So in a matter of two hours, I almost got into it with both of them, and I didn't talk to him for a fucking month. I got a little bit to add on that. So we flew from Atlanta to to Birmingham. The way there, like you've had turbulence on a plane, right? Every once in a while it shakes and you like pop your head up. Well, we dropped like 500 feet in a second and everyone popped their fucking head up. I was terrified for the whole flight. And we had to get on the same exact plane and get back to Atlanta to get back to St. Louis. So at 9 o'clock in the morning, they opened the bar up and me and Neil drank four Long Islands apiece. And then Neil got into it, Danny. Danny's my boss. He's also an asshole. Not true. So, and Neil's one of my best friends. And he hyped me up, telling Danny to fuck off. So, I got hyped up, a couple drinks in me, kept drinking on the plane. I told Danny to fuck off. I pissed Danny off so bad that he was no longer mad at Neil. He talked to Neil the next day. He did not talk to me for a while. <laughs> you ever get so mad you're spitting, and it's all collecting on the windshield as he's driving? Yeah. Wow. We should move on with that topic now. Well, that's not my strategy. Uh, I don't. I don't like... I'm not saying I refuse a drink on a plane. I will here and there, but it's not something I look forward to doing. How many times have you flown, though? That's the thing. A I, lot. Oh, I've flown a ton. We like, were, I used to travel a, for work. We were, that's all we were doing was flying. Right. So, it, it, well, for a long time, we didn't drink or anything like that because, like, you were. But when we have days where, you, where you're not doing anything do you, that day, we do would you, drink. You, that sounds like you're having a good time on the plane. See, I, I, uh, I like to sleep on the plane. Oh, no, not with me, right? No. Oh, oh that's. That, then, then I'm going to have to be drinking. Then. Yes. All right, but hold on. This is my strategy when I'm going to fly. I, this, I, try, I try to do this every time. Um, I, I get super hammered the night before. I mean super, and I always, I always try to pick uh, like really early flights, like really ridiculously early, like 6 a.m., something like that. And so I, you know, two hours of sleep, super hungover. I mean barely dragging my ass to the airport. I get there, and I'm so hungover. If I if I do it right, I'm asleep before the plane takes off, and I wake up when it lands. And I've been able to do that uh, a few times, and that's that to me is a successful flight. <laughs> but it's like if I'm drinking on the flight, I'm getting up to piss all the time. Like you know, I you know, it's like nah, I mean, I'm not I, trying to be awake. Fuck all that uh, shit. I enjoyed the scenery and stuff like that flying over. You like, also probably like talking to people. I do, which I don't. I do. I'll, see, I that's why I talk to a microphone. I talk to everybody around me. 
I try to involve everybody in the conversation. Because sometimes we would go out with me and two other guys, me and one other guy, me and five guys. And so it'd be, we sit all over and we're those, we're those guys. And we talk and we get everybody involved. We took shooters at one time because we found out you could bring the airplane bottles to shooters. Now you can't. Bring them. It's, you can bring, you can it's bring illegal them, now. You can bring them on the plane or you could but then at the time bring them on the plane. But what, guess what you can't do with them? You can't drink them. I didn't know this. So I started handing them out to all the guys. And we're like seats apart, just rows apart in some of us. And I'm handing them out. And the lady comes over and she's like, you can't do that. And I, I laugh at her because I think she's joking. And she's like. She pulls out the duct tape. No, so I started handing them more out. And she's like, per F it. And she runs down the fucking the statute or whatever the fuck it is. Wow. And I was like, oh, are you serious? And she was like, yes, I am. So I look at her and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And I start I start grabbing them back from everybody and putting them back away and stuff. <laughs> you got to, uh, yeah, give me back all your shots. <laughs> yes, that's what, so I, that's what I did. So she starts to walk away, or she walks away. And when I say Steve, something about, uh, that's why I'd rather fly American Airlines or some, some shit like that. She, he said something slick and she was She not turns right back around and she says, "Do I, am I going to have to kick you off this plane? And I was like, oh, shit. I didn't say a word to her after that. I just looked forward and straight and, and like shut the fuck up. And then when she walked to wherever she was walking to in a way, I handed all the airplane bottles out and we took a shot because fuck her. But yeah, we almost got kicked off the plane one time. He almost got kicked off. I would have stayed. Yeah, I'd rather sleep <laughs> than talk to some stranger on the plane, especially well, you, motherfucker. Yeah, but it was fun we had. It wasn't all the time. Most of the time, we didn't do that shit. You just got you're going. You're you're just doing what you're supposed to. But when I'm flying somewhere and and I'm gonna be gone, I know for a week. And I, but I don't have nothing to do that day. Oh yeah, we're gonna get twisted, baby. Uh, we're gonna wind up butt naked in Nashville, run around the streets. Stephen, uh, go to Facebook for me. Playing. Hey, Mister. Uh, look up uh, the Only in Lime Facebook page. Ooh. Uh, did you guys hear about this? I did. Uh, Only in Lime got shut down. Absolute, completely shut down. Not Facebook jail. Not suspended. Yeah, shut down. So they fucking removed it. Completely How am I supposed to look up you, only in Lima then? Uh, well, they, they've got started, a new one. He started it back up. Uh, okay. If actually, if you go to uh, the the Brock Schmittler, uh his personal page, uh, he might have an explanation on there. But it might okay. also be on the new. Because I mean, this is this is a week old, or, or less than that. Facebook's um, hating. Uh. Yeah, I so so I don't know why they got shut down. He said he didn't even know why. He no, said he no, he told me I talked to him on the phone the other day and and he told me about there was a, a specific post and uh he got into it with some 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 critical uh person who I mean it's it's weird when somebody is is going out of their way to find something to complain about. It's like if it's one of those things where it's like if you don't like it change the channel, right? But it's like somebody went out of their way to bitch about it. And then that wasn't good enough. On a and private they, page. They did, they did the uh, report, and then that was it. That was it. It was over with. So we're going to get Brock in here, um, uh, I guess, here sometime this week. And then he'll explain it to us. But uh, th- almost 32,000 followers, completely gone. H- how long did he say that page was up? Six, seven years. Wow, man. That's insane. Yeah, I just I just want him to uh, to run through it with us. It's like yeah, because uh, I want because the last thing I read that he had posted about it is he didn't know it could have been he said it could have been a number of different things. I want to know how they found out who, how it was and what's that person's name. How can you report a private page? Why wouldn't you just be able to like leave the page? Do you know uh, they monitor your shit in a private page even if you're? Yeah, I mean I get that, but like no, no, I don't even get that. It's a it's a private page. This is what and it says on their headline what their page is about. 
So if you join this, this is what you're gonna get. That, that, that's what I really mean by it. like. Why wouldn't you just be like, oh, I can't fuck with this page no more. I'm gonna go ahead and get off. Oh, here. that's not that's not the world we live in. Because here's what when you let somebody when you give somebody an outlet to cry, they all will cry even more. When you shut that shit down, that that shit doesn't happen. But when people know they can go somewhere and get you in trouble for some dumb shit, they do that. Um, how many uh how many followers does he have now? Uh, you know, I'm looking for the new page right now. I wasn't familiar with this. So. What do you mean? You just go to Only and Lime. I popped it popped up right away on my shit, my phone. Boom. Uh, how many? How many does he have? Eleven hundred. Eleven hundred. Wow. 1. Like if that was a stock. Um. Yeah. It's gonna be going up, 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 up. And we're up. we're talking about a page where, although uh, some people might find it a little controversial, who gives a fuck? But uh, but they did a lot of good stuff, like way better than anything we do. Yeah, yeah but uh, it's like community. he said. So that, we're in danger. We're in endangered. Uh, we're, we're show. No, we're in no danger. It's like he said though. People, that stuff is never reported. Or that stuff's never talked about. It's like everyone knows it though. Bad news gets put out, broadcasted, and told to everyone. Good news, you only tell like one person. That's why the fucking. It is the way it is. It used to be uh, we out here. Now it's we out of here. <laughs> <laughs> He's creative. He's a funny guy. Can't wait to have him on, man. Um, yeah, he's uh, he's he's a big lover of Christmas too, just like you, Danny. Yeah. So he said he was. Uh, he's got a bunch of stuff going it's on. The most wonderful busy, time busy, busy. of the year. You have uh, Christmas music playing in your car? No, I haven't been really. To be honest with you. What the fuck? I've been. Uh, <laughs> been listening to Jelly Roll too much. That's what I've been doing with my time. Oh no! Yeah, that is that is what I've classified as Hoosier rap. Oh, I'm down, baby. <laughs> uh, it's like country rap. Some of it. Uh, I call it Hoosier rap. Hoosier rap. Yeah. Right on. It's white soul music. White soul music. I appreciate that even better, Stephen. Mm-hmm. I agree with Stephen. <clears throat> um, Somebody. Yeah, I can't sing. Do you like uh, you like Tech Nine and shit like that? Yeah. That's what I call nerd rap. Okay, because uh, college kids like that stuff. Yeah, white college kids. Hmm. It's because yeah. it's fucking it's next level shit. Those white college. Oh, kids I'm not when saying it's bad. College. I'm just saying. No, you know, it's uh, he sold out pops a couple weeks ago. I saw him at pops. Yeah, Tech Nine was there with. He sold, uh, he sold out pops. That you said it like he fucking sold out a goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty decent sized venue for it's, stop. I mean, okay. this motherfucker. Okay, Stevie, I, this is why we got to take your fucking mic off. Because you're talking about he sold out pops like he fucking did something. I'm sure he sold out way. He's on the downside of that career if he's selling out pops and you're bragging about he's it. He's from KC, so he's pretty local. He likes to go to local places here. He doesn't go to bigger places. He wants cheap tickets and fucking you to be able to get high as you want. Uh, is Tech Nine not as popular as I thought that I think he is? I, no, 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 he's not. I mean, regionally. He's, he's a regional. He's like the urge. If he's a. If he's no it, regionally, fucking Eminem's talking about him. Fucking, but uh, the old dude, fucking the other guy from Ohio or whatever, is talking about him. That now he's dressing like a chick, or fucking dressing up in all pink. And what's his name? Colton is his real name. It's funny. I can't even think of his goddamn fucking. Ref. A, they all dress. Like his name is Colton. Now. Eminem and him battled. Oh, uh, his it's fucking uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly. They're they're all rapping about them. These are fucking world renowned, famous ass people. How is Tech Nine not bigger? His name's even more white. It's I always Col- wondered Colson. that back in high school because I, I I always liked Tech Nine. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But uh, but He's, but it, I but it's mostly regional, huh? Yeah, I mean one one of my favorite songs that he did was called "This Ring," 
which is about being married. How many rappers are rapping about that? You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, that's why I call it nerd rap. Right on. You know, he doesn't, he's not rapping about gangster shit. So it's not going to, so people, pro- people aren't going to get down. Is he producing a lot of shit too? He, all of it. Yeah. Dude, yeah. He was one of the, I'm pretty sure. No, for other people and stuff. I believe he runs his own label. I, I looked that up though. Uh, yeah, look it's, up tra- it's called Strange Let's Music. Let's look up Tech Nine because I don't want is. you over there bullshit with that fucking only Lime stuff anymore. Because I think the dude's great. Hey, well, let's, uh, hey, do you want to take a quick break? Sure. And then, then we'll come back and we'll look up Tech Nine and do a dive on uh, what Tech Nine's got going on. Take a quick break, everybody. Hi. Hey guys, Lane here. Wanted to let you all know about our newest sponsor to the right lane, In Zone Sports. They're a locally owned and operated youth sports organization right here in St. Louis. Sports are a huge part of the show, and that's because sports are a huge part of our lives. Danny and I played all kinds of organized sports growing up, so we know how important it is for kids to get out there and play and learn all those valuable team building skills. But we know how frustrating some sports leagues can be, especially for the parents. They want major time and financial commitments, and the next thing you know, you're going door to door selling TJ's pieces just so your kids can play. If you've experienced anything like this, then let me introduce you to End Zone Sports. End Zone focuses on keeping the fun in youth sports and is for all kids regardless of ability. End Zone Sports offers youth soccer, t-ball, flag football, and basketball leagues. All End Zone Sports asks is that the parents come and experience the excitement of the games. They play on the same day every week to keep it convenient for the parents. And right now, they're offering three-on-three basketball leagues, like a hoop it up for the kids, just like we used to play. They're doing it right in South County, right off Telegraph Road. Uh, Go to the Facebook page to check it all out. Uh, And one of the philosophies of in-zone sports is that they want all kids to play, which is why they partnered with EveryKidsSport.org, a nonprofit who offers scholarships to families who qualify to to cover the cost of the league. Uh, Check those details out on the Facebook page as well. Uh, end zone sports is now registering for three on three basketball and that starts in january 2022 uh so go to www.inzone.com slash gateway inzonesports.com slash gateway that's in the letter in zone sports.com slash gateway or call or text 314-320-7591 for more information. Remember that's www.in the letter in zone sports.com slash gateway. Uh, also use the promo code TWL like the right lane to save $15 off your registration fees. Uh, remember to use TWL save $15 go sign up get your kids out there to play. All right. Uh, uh, let's see. What were we talking about before the break? Tech Nine. We were talking about Tech Nine. Uh, I was a fan of his back in the day, uh, back when we all had shitty uh, uh, systems in the back of our shitty cars yeah, in high school. Music. All I had was some six by nines, but they beat like a motherfucker, boy. My brother got his beat stolen out of his car like three times outside a gateway, and he continu- him and everyone else. He continued to go back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's like here. This is where you come to steal them, guys. Hey, my, yeah, my boy Davin, uh, he used to get all those, all that shit, the crazy beats, and then he would fucking park in front of his house on the south side by Fillmore and shit, and uh, 
He'd had all these top of the line, uh, fucking uh, systems. No, speakers. no. So you can't steal the goddamn car alarms. Uh, security systems. Holy shit! Wow. He'd have all these fucking alarms on his car. Like you can't put your hand through the window. It rolls up and goes off. All kinds of shit. He spent hundreds of thousands of dollars for his fucking alarms and stuff. They would just wait until it was raining and pouring outside, thundering outside, and they'd come and steal his shit. <laughs> really? That's yeah. the secret? That's the secret. Damn, man. They would bust out his window, snatch his shit, and roll down down. And you can't hear the alarm and stuff because it's a nasty-ass storm. So those motherfuckers were plotting. What you're saying is there's always a way. Oh, there's always a way. Um, I, for, I forgot we were recording. <laughs> uh, Tech 9, though. Uh, I think he sold... Uh, so he had like 22 albums or something like that. He sold, uh, sold over 2 million albums. Um, so definitely not huge. Like I said, he's regionally, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I, 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 I thought he was just bigger than, obviously I thought he was bigger than that. Uh, cause you hear about a lot of other artists will mention him and shit. Right. He's, well, he's old school, man. He's, he, I mean, he's older. He was older than you believed he was back then. I mean, I, I believe the guy's, he's gotta be close to 60 nope, or something. He's 50. 50. Born in he's only 50? 50. Yeah. He's born okay. in 71. He's probably got the same wife. He's he been did. around for hellas though. Yeah. 95. That's a long. What is he? Sixteen? Oh no, he's twenty six at the time. <laughs> Thinking about me. <clears throat> um, yeah, I, I, I uh, yeah, I, I like the dude shit. Hobson, like Hobson's a new rapper. Hobson talks about him, or new ish rapper. Yeah, like there's all all these motherfuckers. Tech Nine to me, like I remember him playing on one hundred five seven. Like he was alternative music, nerd rap. He's the one that be like signed to Yale. What's that? Yellow Wolf or Yellow Wolf? Whatever your boy's name is. Yellow Wolf's on Eminem's label. He's isn't he, he's not the one that found him. He might have. I don't really know too much about Yellow Wolf. I don't know too much either. I just know that there was like, like Tech Nine. Tech Nine like uh, goes on tour with like uh, 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 ICP and shit. Right on. That makes yeah. sense now. I, you know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm so, saying that's that's the kind of crowd. You know what I'm saying? I saw like, him at an EDM concert. He was at a music festival, and he he performed at a yeah. music festival, which is totally not a, a rap, lot of those not a rap festival. I know, but a lot of people think he's like a genius when it comes to the shit he does. Oh, he's yeah, underground I, style, yeah. I guess he's just it's more of that than it is like you don't you don't get the credit for what he should. Now uh now you brought my attention to some new rapper. Oh, this right. garbage. Now uh now tell me about this again. Now now what what's the deal with your with little Danny? So I, was, I, mean, I let my kid yeah, I've told this before. I let my kids get auctioned the car sometimes. Not all the time, but I, yeah, with a lot 50-50 probably. And uh so he puts this garbage shit on. He's like he didn't even say let dad listen to this. So he wasn't trying to be funny or like Get under my skin or nothing. He was putting on and playing shit, and fucking he put on NBA Young Boy, uh, make me or break me, some shit like make, make and break me or something. And it was, you can't understand anything he says. Like I mean, I I, I know mumble rap. This isn't mumble rap. Really, this I is can't fucking, wait to hear it. This is I'm fucking. Oh, just turn it on. He actually had to change his name from NBA Young Boy to I'm, Young Boy Never Broke Again. I mean, is are, are you saying he's he's as good no, as the, the Island Boys? This is, or this is worse than the Island Boys. Worse is, than the Island Boys. This is as bad as anything right, here, you heard. We're, about we're gonna listen. This is where I hear it first. I haven't heard it. I swear to God, Stephen, have you heard it? Uh, I listen to Young Boy. The culture loves this them. song. This yeah. song in particular, though, because I don't know what his other music's like. I just know this fucking song. Right, He's here, one of the hottest rappers in the streets. For Shut real. up, Steven. And, oh, that's a sample. That uh, beats a sample. Yeah, I don't think he's playing the guitar there. No, yeah, that beats a whole. That's a Bonnie and Clyde. It's a cold, cold world outside. Auto tune. Are you sure this isn't the other island boy? <laughs> like he's like the third one? 
That sounds way better than the motherfucking car still though, because you can actually make out his words. You want you went down? What the fuck is that bullshit? I have a I lot more respect for Tech Nine. I should go on though. <laughs> He's like the hottest YouTube rapper ever. We didn't even get to this part of the song because I, I already maybe turned it off. <laughs> what he's, what's he saying? Thank you. That's that's just that's just straight up auto tuned the whole way through. Yeah, like he's not even singing and it's auto tuned. Why do you, you know? I don't know. A lot of guys do that, but I mean, you, yeah, you have to understand what the fuck that, is rap. That shit is garbage. <laughs> yeah. He's in prison right now. Oh, this guy is. Yeah. Why? What do he do? Uh, like I said, he really is like the hottest rapper on YouTube. Maybe maybe like, that's who Chael Sonnen got in a fight with. Uh. Oh, chill, baby. I think he got gun charges for like the third time. Like, he's made millions already. He's hot. Like, people fuck with him for real. I know, but a lot of music today is fucking. Man, I don't know, dude. And I hate it because I always made fun of old people and shit. And like, not being able to keep up. Or I think this shit's actually garbage, though. And it's not because it's something different or new. It's along the same lines of the music I was listening to back in the day. It's rap, it's hip hop. But this ain't, this ain't the same shit, man. This is like fucking straight garbage. He also has seven baby mamas. Good for him. One of which is uh, Floyd Mayweather's daughter. Good for him. Uh, she looks like a duck. Have you seen her? Yeah. All right, I'm done. Oh, I, I was done fucking 45 seconds ago with that garbage. He has seven baby yeah. mamas, and he's 22 years old. Yeah, I'm out of the loop with uh, new rappers. Well, there's, see, there's a lot going the, on out started, there I don't know about. But they started with the guys at work, because we like wash tents in the back and stuff, and I would let them get off. I, and I, I found new rappers, and like Hobson introduced me to a whole new line of shit that it wasn't like, and I, so I, I, I dig it. I fucks with it. Yeah, so I tell my, kids, I'm like, this podcaster is hot. You guys got to <laughs> check out this uh, Adam Carolla. Yeah, I don't, definitely know? don't tell them that. No, I so I, I do it with my kids now, too, and all the shit they got... There's a lot of really good stuff out there. Little Baby's fucking dope. Uh, there, there's a few other artists I can't think of off the top of my head and shit. That I let them play and I, I, we vibe out to it. Dirk Yo. That shit is garbage, though. Little Dirk. Little Dirk. Yeah, they play a Little Dirk. That's yeah. whatever. Um, I think we're going to play a game of uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Silent Dave. Uh, where are you? Be- oh, nope. No silence. It's uh, Stand By Steve. Stand By Steve. Kinda, Dave, uh, Dave. Dave. Are you there? Dave. He's in the bathroom, guys. He'll be back. Dave. Dave. Right? He went to the bathroom, oh, guys. Shit. I'm a Dave, too. <laughs> but uh, uh, we got standby Steve's going to... Uh, Fuck Steve. We're going to get a little Rotten Tomatoes action going. Uh, Steve, uh, what's what's the game about today, man? What are we going to do? And you're not held. You're not compared to anybody that was great at this or anything, so don't, more, don't yeah, worry you know, about it. It's not like you have big shoes to fill. At all. Yeah. Also, uh, Dave had a huge dick. Uh, famously. Oh, well, it's the only. Place. <laughs> <laughs> you've got you've got you. big shorts to fill. So Stephen's got one spot filled. That's about it. All right, we'll What's see up, the rest. Well, that's the only reason. That's the only. Uh, that's the only uh, qualification you have to fill to do. Uh, to the three girls Rocks, that listen to this that aren't dating Danny or Lane, uh, hit me up. <clears throat> All right. So what are we doing today? So being Christmas time, we're going to do Christmas movies, fellas. Oh uh, wow! I'll take some of my personal favorites for this one. Uh, Bear with me. This is so my that, first time. They were all in the last three years. Yeah, yeah, they're all Netflix movies. You've had actually. fucking three weeks to prepare for this, and you're going to tell us to bear with you. Do I get paid? <laughs> Guys with big dicks don't have to work hard, man. <laughs> okay, that's why I had to bust my ass. No, means, I've been trying to they, tell that Danny they, that for ten years. That means years. they get fucked, but they don't. There's no reciprocal. There's no like you're not. Guys with that. big dicks are recurring. like no sleeping recurring. on some hot girl's couch. 
and they're feeding them. They're taking care of them. Like, I'm they don't know how to couch. pay a fucking electric bill. Yeah, that, he's probably sleeping on his mom's couch. Where the fucking dudes with the big dicks are at. A couple nights a week, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's play the Christmas. Let's okay. play Christmas Rotten Tomatoes. Our first movie is from 1990. When a bratty eight-year-old Kevin, Home alone. Kevin McAllister acts out the night before a family trip, his mother makes him sleep in the attic. After McAllister's makes it mistakenly leave for the airport without Kevin, he awakens to an empty house and assumes Child his wishes abuse. came true. That's, they're lucky they didn't leave him in the back of a car in the summertime. You know what I mean? Anyway, keep going. Sorry. Yeah. His excitement sours when he realizes that two con men, Joe Pesci and Dan Stern, plan Daniel, to rob the Daniel McAllister's Stern. resident. That's Daniel Stern. I called him Dan. It's Daniel. You're Dan, too. No. no. <laughs> they plan to rob the McAllister residence and that he must be alone to protect his house. The Silver Tuna, Marv. The Silver Tuna. Directed by Chris Columbus. Produced by John Hughes and written by John Hughes. If you look at the progression of uh, Joe Pesci's career, this that, is not this is this is not same this is not the trajectory going up. N- no, yes, it it's is. a good movie. No, it's the same year as fucking Goodfellas. It's probably the most profitable movie. It's the same year as Goodfellas. The exact yeah. Yeah, but it's just it's not it's not really his uh, his genre. No, you know not what I mean. At all. He's 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 lucky that this movie did as well as it did. Yes, because I don't believe they With, believed it like that. I think they put like, it was only like five million dollar movie. Yeah, it was really uh, it made two hundred eighty one point five at the box office. Yeah, it only cost five million. Uh, what was the budget? Uh, I'd have to look up the budget, but uh, uh, I, I know I've heard that too. It was really like a really low budget film, and the oh. second one was so much better. Um. All right. Uh, I know what I'm scoring it. What's your scores, fellas? Danny, you go first. Hold on. Don't don't tell me yet. Let's see. I am. Oh, man, this is tough because this is such a lovable movie. And them critics. Them critics. Them critics. Yeah, they're finicky critics. Uh, Christmas movies. I I, th- I feel like those get a they, those get a couple extra points because there's so few good ones. And the, so something like tolerable to the critics, they're gonna they're gonna just go ahead and give it a solid review anyway. All right, I'm ready, Danny. Do you have a score? Ninety two. Holy shit, for Dan. All uh, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, eighty five. Eighty five. Stephanie's about to get smacked by that motherfucking chair. I know that. Oh, who the fuck you're talking to? Your score just got docked. Um. So, Home Alone, the great. Greatest Christmas movie of all time, in my opinion. Home Alone 2 is. I agree with that. Uh, got a score of 66% on the tomato meter. God damn it. Are they serious? Audience scored an 80. They're fucking... The audience is retarded, too. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I haven't seen it. When's the last time you saw it? Last year. Does it hold up? I watch it every year. You, yes, you, Yeah, but up. you know the difference between nostalgia it, it and holds, all that it, shit, right? It holds up. Like, I, I know Tech Nine's not still all that great. You know what I'm saying? Never I don't. <clears throat> hold uh, on, hold on. What I'm saying is, Home Alone it's is like great. stuff stuff that was good when you were, you know, 11. Maybe when you're, you know, 41, maybe you won't feel the Home same. Home Alone about. is fucking dope. It, it, but you're watching it for what it is at at 11 and at fucking 41. It doesn't change what the fuck. Like it's a it's a family feel good movie. There's like they try to break into the house. He fucking sets them all up. They fall in a bunch of shit. Get smacked in the face with a bunch of shit. It's a like it's, it's not a slapstick. But don't it, they it, don't they cuss in the movie? No, no. I think they do. I think there's a few cuss. Words. I think there's a couple like uh, cuss words. Which like was what, like little when shit? I was, get your yeah, something like that. What no a good keystone off my property. There was something in it where I was like, oh, I don't remember there being no cuss words. Oh, maybe not. Yeah, the old man. It was like he was the killer. That wasn't the killer. Yeah. yeah, the neighbor. Yeah. yeah. Back in the day, they like kids' movies. They'd have like one or two cuss words in it, you know, just to keep the parents yeah. like awake. <laughs> he he goes know, to the grocery theater. store but, by himself. Great. Yeah, movie. he's like, 
He's, so. The toothbrush. He's got a. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I really yeah. love that movie. That, that's a garbage score. I don't, I don't agree with it. Okay, fellas. Our second movie is another fantastic Christmas movie. Let me guess. It's Home Alone 2 and 3 or the next two? Or the new one. There's. Well, what yeah, do you got? I told you guys I was new at this, all right? No, just kidding. Based on the humorous Mr. writings Dave. of author Gene Shepard, the beloved holiday movie follows the wintry exploits of youngster Ralphie Parker. Peter Billingsley plays oh, him. Oh, man, you're going straight to the top. Who spends most of the time dodging a bully, Zach Ward, and dreaming of his ideal Christmas gift, a Red Ryder air rifle. Frequently, <clears throat> excuse me, frequently at odds with his cranky dad, Darren McGavin, but comforted by his, I can't even read, excuse me, but comforted by his dotting mother. Ralphie struggles to make it to Christmas Day with his glasses and his hopes intact. Come back, Dave. Dave, we all miss you. All right, I'm pretty sure uh, you butchered your way through the description of <laughs> Christmas Story. A Christmas Story, yeah, sorry. Uh, Christmas was, Story, all right. And that was what year again? Uh, 1983, directed by Bob Clark. 83, man, that's the kind of movie that I wouldn't be surprised if it was 73. That's how old it feels. Yes. Yeah, well, Yeah. because it set, uh, I didn't it set back in like the 50s? Fudge. 47s? Yeah, was it? The 40s or what was, it's what? set in the 40s or 50s. Yeah. Yeah, so for sure. Um... The, it's had uh, a long time and new critics. To me, to me, this movie holds up. I I agree. This movie's very good. Um, but my kid said it sucks. For real? Yeah. Your kids kind of suck. No, that's not true. Well, actually, it is. Their music choices, their movie choices. Yeah. Hold on. Let me get my let me get my guess. Right, um, I got it. All right. Uh, you you know so so the little kid whoever whoever the hell he was with the glasses. Ralphie, he, yeah, he uh, he looked the same uh, when Cro he became yeah. an adult. Did he grow up to be a writer? He I actually, have no idea. he acted in the movie Elf. He was yes, the actual that's elf. what it was. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, he's the blonde-haired kid. I wonder, uh, or a guy. <laughs> I'm always curious, like somebody who like uh, who was who was in a movie like that that was so popular. I don't know how much money it made. I wonder if if that carried him for the rest of his life. No, like like if he if Not he still 80s. corrects uh, collects so many uh, royalties or enough royalties or any royalties at all. It, I bet he doesn't even get royalties. It was the '80s. He was a they, side I don't elf know how it worked. Curious. They screwed everybody in the '80s right. for TV shows, movies. There was a very few people who made a lot. Yeah, like, he didn't. He didn't have like an Instagram to collect followers. <laughs> right. and, yeah, and but very yeah. Few, very few people made money off of what they did though. At the box office in the USA, it only made twenty point seven million dollars. It's an '83 though, too. Yeah, but still. Well, that's that's probably pretty solid. That's really solid. It's more of a yeah. cult following now, right? It's now, just, now yeah, it's, it's, it's no. A, they play it every year at uh, Christmas. I mean, what movie? What yeah, movie the, the is day. played more in a year's time? Just through one freaking day. Well, it's played than twelve times. It's played twelve times in one day, and I bet it's not played really. Maybe you'll find it on other channels here and there. But the I, money's but the money's got to be there when you're when you're playing something on network TV. Like yeah, that. but from the eighties, man. I mean, I must. I mean, it can't be that much. Well, the production company, somebody, whoever owns the rights to it is uh, yes, no, who, paying a lot. They do. We played a drinking a game last night going through Candy Cane Lane. However many leg lamps we saw was how many shots we had to do. And? We had to stop counting. No shit. There was like four or five different houses with it, and I was like, I got to drive back to Jeffco. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uber doesn't go that far. <clears throat> All right. Uh, I got a score for you. I'll go first. Uh, I'm going to say 76. Okay. 90. A Christmas Story is certified fresh at 89%. That was close. Fuck. Still have yet to hit it on We have yet. We have yet. I'm off by one, though. Just one. Just one. Okay. What do you got? <laughs> we got me one off. That's what we got. 
Yeah, okay. Our next film. I, t- I, I invite anybody to play this game with Danny. <laughs> Danny is just insufferable. All right, go ahead. All right. Well, so hopefully I can get my English correct this time. You can't. Divorced dad Scott has custody of his son. Santa Claus. On Christmas Eve. <laughs> after he accidentally kills a man in a Santa suit, they are magically transported to the North Pole, where an, an elf explains that Scott must take Buddy. Santa's place. Can you both shut the fuck up? Excuse me. Sorry. Keep reading. You're, you have enough trouble as it is. That's what I'm saying. I'm <laughs> well, you don't have to respond to Danny. Come on. You're as bad as sometimes Sal. Stand by, Steve. <laughs> Santa's place before the next Christmas arrives. Scott thinks he's dreaming, but over the next several months, he gains weight and we grows an, an expectantly white beard. Dave. Maybe the night at the North Pole wasn't a dream after all. And maybe Scott has a lot of work to do. Please, Dave. Starting in 1994, a Christmas or excuse me, Santa Claus. This is awful. Please. I was hardly even reading. Who, who's in this? Tim it's Allen. A, Tim Allen. The Santa Claus. Allen. Okay, that's right. That's yeah. all I need to hear. Uh, all right. Holy fuck. For, for the record. Don't send your kids to DeSoto see, High School. This, this, is, this is another movie that... Um, <clears throat> That uh, I'm not sure, man. So, Danny, this isn't this isn't a this is a okay. This is your wheelhouse because you have kids. You probably see these movies more than I do. Yeah, we'll blame it on the kids. Uh, okay. Uh, I I remember this movie being outstanding when I was. Uh, it wasn't that good. Thirteen or whatever. No, it it wasn't. That, it doesn't hold up. It wasn't that good. Now, do you want to know how canceled Tim Allen is? I'll give you an example right now because they're making a new movie about Buzz Lightyear and he doesn't get to do the voice. Did you know that? Have you seen the trailer for no, it? No, what's he canceled for? Uh for for being a well-known um Republican. Republican. Right on. That's no. all it took. I don't know. I don't know what exactly I don't think he like uh, uh said any QAnon conspiracy anything. I actually I I know he didn't. I think that he just like his um he he just he just doesn't he doesn't go with the with, with the, the, the narrative these yeah days. with the with the woke narrative yeah they're trying to and, push and now he it's uh I uh, who is it uh I think it's Chris it's Chris Pratt Chris Pratt yep. do, yeah do they, yeah he's do he's, they know? he's the new Buzz Lightyear they don't get how many fucking uh, Tim Allen's they're they're creating how many Donald Trumps they're creating with this fucking bullshit dude Tim Allen do you know the story about Tim Allen yeah the coke yeah dude yeah. he was locked up he yeah. was he, he was took, in prison he, he snitched on everybody. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. But it's, I, I read it's, the transcript. Dude, he's, he's he's not just some suburbanite dad no. who's who's like who's uh you know some soup you know he's been uh, assumed to be on that list of the people that were on Epstein's island a lot. Do you know who else is assumed to be on that list? Everyone. When I say everyone, that's not a fucking like. And it's it's not hyperbole. Pick somebody in Hollywood. Pick somebody in the NBA and the NFL anywhere, and they're fucking suspected to be on that list. Um, it's kind of weird. So anyway, uh, I thought this movie was really cool just because, uh, I thought, I thought watching him get fatter was awesome. Um, but, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know how, I don't know how, uh, I don't know how good it was. Danny, how good was it? It wasn't that good. 94 was a prime time for Christmas movies. Oh, did you just give me a a wink? 94? 94 was the year it was. It's certified for us. 94. I will fucking stab you. It was fucking pretty, or excuse me, it was released in '94, guys. This is our first and last time of me doing Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, uh, no, I, I think you're doing just fine. Hang in there. Stand by, Steve. Uh, Come back, Dave. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and throw out a score. Uh, uh, I write them down in the middle. Okay. You locked in? Locked in. 78. 84. 78 and 84. The Santa Claus is certified fresh at 72. 
I'm catch. I, man, we're it's this is going to be close. All right. What was your scores again? One more time. I'm, I'm 78. I had, se- I had 73. <laughs> no, you didn't. 84, correct? <laughs> he had 84. I had 78. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> Woo, this is going to be good. It's down to the wire, baby. Good thing I can't do math. I can't. I, I mean, <laughs> I like I like the the surprise at the end. Well, right, right. now it's I didn't write you, the first one. You you remember when we used to play with uh, Silent Dave? Do you miss those days too, right? Anyway, but uh, but at the end of at the end, dude, the scores na- made no sense. He'd be like, uh, 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 Brock, you had two hundred and thirty-eight, and he'd be like, what? Like it didn't, it didn't. I don't know Dave, if Dave's I, math was. Yeah, I don't well. think Dave. It, he's a he's a laborer. Yes, he's a laborer for All a reason. Right. Anyway, miss you, Dave. But we still miss him. All right, go ahead. Uh, what I is think it? he'd be on here if you guys were fucking decent to your fucking help. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway. Uh, you guys want a score update real quick? Do no, we don't want to fuck. No, score tell update? us. A, tell us. No, no, a, don't tell us the scores. It's a one point game. No, you're separated by one point. Dave, Dave, Where's come that? the fuck back, Just, Dave. Uh, what's what's the uh, what's the score of uh, the Santa Claus? Seven, it was seventy two. Oh, yeah, seventy two. That. That's why it was so close. You know? Okay, well, it's getting close. All right. All right, we're all we're all off topic. All right. What's all right. the all right, uh, next, next film? Movie. Detective John McClane. Go ahead and ruin it. I'm not. Excuse me. You know, is now divorced, dark. alcoholic, and, and jobless after getting fired for his reckless behavior and battle attitude. That's Silent Dave. He is a. <laughs> <laughs> he is called back into action. <laughs> However, when a cryptic terrorist takes New York City hostage in a lethal game of Simon Says and refuses to speak with anyone but McLean, teaming up with street savvy electrician named Zeus Carver. Played by Samuel L. Jackson, Ooh, McLean yes, dashes the, one, baby. the no, city, the, trying to stay one, one step ahead of a murderous plot. It's the third one. The movie it's is. Four. It's the third or fourth. It was with the vengeance. It's yeah, exactly. It is Die Hard with the Vengeance. It's uh, produced in '99. It's the third one, I believe. Yes, and also made 99.5 million dollars at the box office. It uh, is the third installment in the uh, in the series. This was came out in 1999. Yes, sir. All right. Do you remember, uh, Danny? Refresh our memory. What did the sign say that he had on when he was standing on the street? Remember? I do not recall. <laughs> I'm definitely not saying it. Uh, uh, stand by, Steve. Uh, the fact check. Uh, said, well, you call, call the police. This cracker's gonna get, get killed. <laughs> I've never seen any Die Hard. Holy uh, fuck! What? Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, so I got mine written down. So wait, I, I know that the first one was considered this, a Christmas movie, but I didn't know that the other ones had anything to do with it. Are well, they the, all Christmas? The, the movies first or one and two happen at Christmas time. All right, three does not. So what I don't know the what fuck it's Stephen. I've never seen them. I just I bet you they all happen at Christmas time. I think that was the whole thing, right? They're all Christmas movies, right? No, just it just said they say Die Hard. They don't ever say anything else about it. Let's just finish this out and then we'll look it up. Okay, <laughs> all right. So, um, I I'm gonna go ahead and say uh, I'm gonna say 65, 84. Ooh. Die Hard with a Vengeance is rotten at 59%. I wish you didn't tell us it was a one-point game. Because <laughs> I wanted Danny to still have hope. <laughs> this is when he starts to get ugly. Look, he's already getting pissed. Put the chair down. Put put the his shirt's already off. He's, he's pissed. Is that a chip under his belly? <clears throat> All right. Uh, we have one more movie left. Make it a Christmas movie this time, will you? Uh, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Maybe not Die Hard with a Vengeance. Uh, supposedly, the director, whoever that was, says it's not. No, everyone says it is. Bruce well, Willis. Who gets to decide that? We do because it's at, the movie's literally at fucking Christmas. Well, the, yeah, but it, 
It's at Christmas. Well, I didn't create the debate. I just told you what the director said. I just told you what it is. I can fuck what the director said. <laughs> All right. Uh, stand by, Steve. Okay, Save gentlemen. us. This director is Ron Howard. The film came out in 2000. And this live action adaptation of the beloved child's tale of Dr. Seuss, the reclusive Green Grinch, played by Jim Carrey, decides to ruin Christmas for cheers, cherry citizens of Whoville. Reluctantly joined by his happy, hapless dog, Max. The Grinch comes down from his mountaintop home and sneaks into town to swipe everything holiday-related from the Who's. However, the bitter grump finds a hitch in his plan when he encounters the enduring Cindy Lou Who. Um, the film is a, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I, I did not see this movie. And uh, and I'm going to tell you... You've never every, seen Jim Carrey play Hold on Grinch? a second. It, it goes deeper than that. Everything Dr. Seuss freaks me out. There's something about the animation, man. It's kind of... It's just, it's scary looking to me, man. It's live action. Like the Who's, when I see, there's some people that look like Who's. Like Paul Felder looks like a Who, you know. Joe G. Uh, oh, yeah, like God. like there's something there's something about like the animation. I I just I it doesn't you know it's not like like I don't know. As a kid, I was just like, Ugh. I you didn't, know, I didn't care for it as a kid. As I've gotten older, I I like it a lot more now. I watch it every year. It's like one of those. It's like it's it's borderline creepy, you know. Yes, yes. Yeah. So so to me, it wasn't like ooh, yay, bright colors, flashing lights. No, hmm. like it was. Uh, it so was what weird do you got? Looking. Uh, I but but I will give this a favorable score because uh, Jim Carrey, man, he was uh, he was he was in his heyday. Jim Carrey's a thing. Uh, I'm gonna give it an eighty. Fuck. I'm just gonna stick to. You better give it a 99. I fucking hate you, Larry. <laughs> 95. And this cheating motherfucker over here. I seen the wink. I seen the wink. I can't even read. <laughs> that ain't no lie. <laughs> I, I'm going to go 94. How the Grinch Stole Christmas is rotten at 49%. Woo! I could have won it the other way. We're racking up the points now. I'm I'm not I don't know. I I'm can't. Done. I'm, I'm, following, I'm following Dave out. I'm fucking out this bitch. Well, and then there were two. All right, stand by, Steve. Uh, go ahead and tally him up for us. Stuttering Steve. He's super fan Steve. Yeah, he's stuttering Steve. He's, he's uh, stand by Steve. He's uh, he's shutter Steve because he's bad at pictures. He's also stutter Steve. <laughs> I got shingles. <laughs> he's also sofa couch Steve. Uh, <laughs> shingles. <laughs> All right. Do you have a uh, do you have a tally tally him up? We'll we'll uh, we'll let you do that. Me and Danny, uh, any good Christmas movies coming out? Uh, so okay, uh, the Matrix comes out around Christmas. Does that make that a Christmas movie? Uh, what if somebody's wearing no, no, a Santa no, hat? The scene the of not when it comes out, not when it comes fucking out. Where does it set? The movie is set where during Christmas. Died with a Vengeance is set during the holiday season too. All the Die Hard movies are. The one with Samuel L. Jackson. Set it's set during Christmas time, but the, only the opening scene and the closing scene. Play the fucking Christmas music. So, did you see Grinch? I did. And uh, you stick by your 94? No, I fucking don't want to stick by my 94. <laughs> did, did you think that was a good movie? No, I told you. No, in the beginning, I didn't. When I first watched it, I didn't like it. I didn't, I didn't care for it. But as I've gotten older, I, yeah, I, I like Jim Carrey a lot more and yeah. more. Jim Carrey. Is, is rolling that. You guys seen the Kurt Warner movie comes out on Christmas Day? Does that mean it's a Christmas movie? Is it set in the holiday season? Not when it comes out. <laughs> when is the fucking movie set? You know that movie's going to be terrible, but, uh, but I'm still going to want to see it. It's going to be the greatest movie ever. Oh, I'm excited. American Underdog in theaters Christmas Day. Dennis Quaid is the man. 
Yeah. It plays a good quarterback. You know, he just married a chick who's like 24 years old. He is my fucking <laughs> dog, bro. <laughs> That's Lane's idol. <laughs> you can't wait. Uh, what's his, what's no, he's, he's, he's a funny, he's an interesting guy. Yeah. I like his son. His son plays in the boys, Jack Quaid. Oh, sorry. Uh, final scores are Lane, Dave. 89 points. Dave, come here. Danny, 111 points. That was closer than I thought. Danny, you did a good job, man. You should be proud of yourself. I'd be stuck. I'd be stubbed your toe today. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys. Uh that's uh Rotten Tomatoes. Cool. I miss you, Dave. Um, so uh what do we got coming up uh for the rest of the year? We got a couple good guests um I think my, lined up, man. I think before the year's out, we're gonna have Chad Cross on here. He's the co founder of Team he's the Victory Foundation. Uh Chad, let me a, hey, let me tell you a little something about that. Chad Chad Cross is a uh, he's he's a former marine uh, former marine. He's a uh, SWAT team member um, with the St. Louis uh, Police Department. And uh, man, is this guy really is doing he? something special, man, with his foundation? And uh, he's he's he, he's just an all around really interesting guy. He's, he's been involved in the fight community and uh, he's all this stuff. Cauliflower ear that looks like uh, he could rip your arms off. Yeah, it's like I don't I, I I'm not scared of guys who are big. You know, no, scared no. of guys with cauliflower. No doubt, that's not the people you talk shit. I to thought we were going to start having people around who weren't like, oh, man, more killer. Than there's them. not very many of them out there though. Yeah, so that's right. Uh, yeah. Do you know what this foundation's about? So, uh, so it's it's to help vets uh, with PTSD, um, uh, also uh, first responders who uh, uh, kind of like a backstoppers type thing. Yeah. So what he does, and he's doing this now. He's uh, he's. Uh, making meals like healthy meals uh to to give to to these people because he's all he's all about uh like real health and fitness that type of rehabilitation for people so one of the things that he's and he's he's currently building the foundation and he just got approved for all this stuff and uh, he's going to come on and talk to us all about it but he's going to uh he's going to start a gym that's kind of uh either boxing or jujitsu uh structured where where people can come uh these these uh these first responders or uh, vets and uh, and they'll have like it's it's like a this is this is this form of rehabilitation and I believe in it I think that I, sounds really great I believe in it I definitely believe in it exercise is the key to so much so many people's happiness they don't even realize it just get the sun getting out seeing things doing things keeping your body moving keeping the blood flowing uh, this is a great I think it's a really good thing I can't wait to hear more about it from him yeah and then uh, I'm sure he's got tons of story. I can't wait to t hear about everything. Oh, SWAT. I can Yeah. I mean, come on, SWAT. <laughs> I mean, we're we're talking. We're not talking uh, uh, uniform cop. We're talking jeans cops here. Right. You know, I'm curious the, to see if it's as glamorous as uh, it comes off, or what's the normal day like? Because I mean, you ain't kicking indoors every day in St. Louis. Right. So I'm I'm interested in the whole thing, but uh, I can't wait to hear from him about it. It's gonna be really cool. Uh, all right, uh, who else is uh, coming up? Uh, after the first of the year, we're going to have Ray Norris of Wise Warriors MMA. He's a uh, former fighter. Uh, he's a coach now. He's a own, gym owner. He's a DJ. does strength and conditioning. Uh, raising all around cool-ass dude. Uh, uh, fun fact, he was also my first fight. Uh, tell you a story about that and just all the interesting things Ray's got going on in his life and with his gym and stuff. Awesome. Cool. What else we got? Uh, coming up. Ooh, Oh, we talked about hubcaps already. Oh yeah, uh, Mike Hubcap. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have him come in talk about uh, talking about the betting lines, talk all things sports. Um, I don't have a lot of time to follow uh, football as much as I'd like. I still follow the Chiefs as much as possible, but uh, you know, I want to hear as much about Tom Brady as you do. 
So you don't want to hear anything about fucking Tom Brady. <laughs> Fuck Tom Brady. Uh, no, I'm I'm excited to have him in. My kids keep me interested in it because of their fucking uh, their fantasy leagues and stuff. Like I think my son Dylan's in 19 leagues. Oh, my God. I hope we don't talk about fantasy. I mean, just the straight-up betting lines. I say we leave it at that. Uh, I didn't say he was talking about fantasy. He was talking about my fucking kids do it. Okay. So okay. I, they keep me... Like I'm into the vibe of fucking football, right. but I don't sit down and watch any games like that no more. Right. Like I used to just be glued to the TV all Sunday and then Monday night. Yeah, no, that don't happen no more. Uh, yeah, so I can't wait to get Mikey Hubcap in here. Um, I had to replace my quarterback with uh, somebody who got off the frit. Uh, uh, Brock <laughs> Schmittler of uh, Only in Lime of the new Only in Lime. He's going to tell us all about why, uh, what happened with the old one. Uh, that'll probably be uh, that might be nice. Uh, it went kaput. That's yeah, fucked. That's fucked up that it happened though. It's wild, man. I, I just I just like because he probably has a little insight on that, like how that works. He's probably how many times was that page suspended before it was turned uh, off, you know? And uh, and what explanation were they was he given? Because he did have a little bit of income from that, so it's kind of it's, you know, I mean, you kind of have a little bit of a beef, you know. I didn't know like he had. I understand. Any, I didn't he, know he had any of the income from it. Uh, there was some. Some. There was some, and he can explain that to us. When okay. He gets yeah. It. Also, uh, this is uh, never mind. It's just a, it's a larger issue when somebody like like they can just take away your shit. Like you no longer can have your. I get it's your platform and stuff, but it's a private group. So if you don't want to be in this private group, get the fuck out or kick those people out. It's I just uh, it, it, those are all kinds of issues that I I'm, I'm I'm interested in looking into them a little deeper and stuff to see because. How can they just take your shit away? That's not. It's, like, it's kind of like, like it's not, so. It's so it's a private group, right? That you were invited to. I'm talking about Facebook. How can Facebook just take your your stuff away? Like this isn't the, the the only way I could I could think. So it's like like it's so it's a private group. Um, you you asked to be there, right? He's hosting this group. You so so you were brought in. You're in this group. Uh, it's kind of like you're throwing a party, right? It's like if you don't like the party, you fucking leave. Yes, right. But it's like this is the way I see it. Uh, Facebook is the, uh, is the landlord. Okay. And you're throwing this party in an apartment. Okay. And it's like Facebook's, you know, the landlord, they're like, you're disturbing the other residents or something. I don't know how else. To I think it's a really good analogy. I, just, I, don't, <laughs> I don't agree. I, with, I don't agree with it. Though. No, I don't either. But it's like uh, the uh, analogy I think is spot on, but fucking, I just don't understand. Like, cause the, the landlord, He's got to answer to the city or to the state, the country, whatever. And somebody's gonna have to change the way he fucking. I don't think anything he did was illegal. Either, uh, no, I think but I, mean, I think what they did shit. is though. I think what they did is right. Like you can just take somebody's shit. Like this is his platform. I grant this is yours. But yeah, that's a whole nother. I'm, I am gonna look a little deeper into that shit because I, I it doesn't make any sense to me how I don't like what you said or you offended somebody. So now I'm gonna take your stuff away. It's not hate speech. It's not anything like that. It's not, you're not doing propaganda or pushing an issue to to upthrow the government or anything like that. We're having conversations, making fun of, talking, whatever the case may be. It wasn't anything that was like a national fucking threat. So I, I don't get how you can do stuff like that. So. So does that mean we need to start watching what we say? Man, fuck Facebook. <laughs> um, uh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, get some merch out here um, at some point too. So we're yeah, gonna we're, we're, yeah, we're yeah, we're gonna discuss that a little deeper and in, in depth when we fucking get off here and stuff. Cause uh, yeah, I can't wait. Uh, I, I can't wait. Hey, if anybody's got an uh, an idea for a logo or design, uh, maybe we'll have a contest. I don't know. Maybe I should have jumped the gun on that. It just popped yeah, into my head. Actually, who uh, can send us the best design for uh, the right lane? Headshots though first. No comment. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> all right, cool. Uh, stand by, Steve. Headshots, headshots. Uh, 
standby Steve. Thank you for uh, for being here today. Stuttering, stuttering, stuttering Steve. Uh, guys, uh, that's all, folks. We'll probably see you one more time before the end of the year. I uh, hope you uh, all eat all the food. Eat it all. See your family. Hey, stay blessed. Happy holidays. Later. One love. Uh, Jim Carrey, man, he was... Uh, he was he was in his heyday. Jim Carrey's a thing. I'm gonna give it an 80. Fuck. Weezy style. Yeah, yeah. Say goodbye to the old guy. Back cause I'm too fly to ever fall off. King of my city, still running with the gritty. Looking for the crown, tell them bitches come get it. R.I.P. Bird, still rapping to the finish. Slick nigga, gifted. Hate me, but I'm still fly. God be my witness. No, it was good. I know that's what made it great. I know you were. That's what made. Yeah, but we didn't. We we didn't sit there and fucking. It's good for the show. Like we didn't sit there and fucking like try to like act like it wasn't happening. We fucking made fun of it. I know that's the whole point. We did. Oh, it's you can't help that. That was gold. Look, I'm telling tell Lane we should put that out as a fucking uh, chunk. That was like a stage fright. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm a bitch. We're going to put that out as a chunk. Let's not do that. Come on, dude. Steven. I'm not sharing that shit. <laughs> oh, I, I do that, too. I know what you mean. But I am. I'm sharing it everywhere. Yeah. I'll, I'll do that. Because <laughs> that shit was hilarious. Nine mile media. You can hear me for miles and miles and miles and miles and miles.